0: Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's say
1: you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn This presentation may contain language and scenes which may be objectionable to certain individuals. Viewer discretion is advised.
3: Welcome. To... Oh! <laughs> awesome. Back from hiatus. That's awesome. Uh, welcome to the Pop Culturist. It is I, as always, Alex Amelo, alongside. Well, in about a week and a half,
1: we'll be alongside.
3: Uh, half Pine Kyle Adams. Kyle, how are you, sir?
1: Doing good. Doing good. Just, uh relaxing things Yeah, I suppose. Was spouse. Spouse.
3: Getting getting your coffee on, right?
1: Uh, hot coffee? Ooh,
3: whoa, oh. oh, oh, man. Do not. That's a great <laughs> documentary, by the way. Um I'm hopefully, well, maybe not referring to that, but uh have you uh seen that no. documentary on
1: HBO? Uh I have seen the uh, lawsuit, or like heard about it in yeah. another documentary. Heard about okay, another documentary. Okay. Um, yeah, That Ugh. lady did no. deserve <laughs> that money for sure. My God. Oh, wh- goodness gracious! Hot, uh, it burned through the bottom of the cup on Twitter. But no, I will the to grant that photo. Oh,
3: oh man! High coffee. Didn't we refer to that like a few shows ago too?
2: I wouldn't be surprised. Sorry, deprived. I to
3: let it drop. We're kind of playing this because uh, again, we, I, I was a little uh, under the weather last week, and um, I, I, I started this off a because it's a baller, but also due to the fact that I, luckily enough, uh, scored some Jay Z Beyonce tickets. At the uh, U.S. Bank Stadium So I'm not only excited yeah. To go to that new stadium But To cross off the bucket list uh, to, to see Hova himself Along with the Queen Which uh, great companion piece albums uh, Lemonade and 444 it, it, Obvious I would say I'm assuming No short of a four hour concert So very, very excited for that
1: Yeah I'm, I'm jealous That you get to go Aren't you going to win some tickets? Yeah, I'm I've been waiting on 93.5. <laughs> now
3: what's the 93.5 now? Since
1: I'm out of the uh the Metro Loop. The 93.5 go is the B9 new B96, but okay. it plays more it plays more hip hop and R&B instead of uh just your basic mainstream
3: Oh, okay. And so it's like a 106 Jams back in the uh, 90s in the uh, Southside land area?
1: Yeah. Except for Southside Chicago, always had great music. Um That's well, South true. Chicago we period. Do. Always had great music. Always had great fashion. And Minnesota was like going back in time. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that was the number one complaint. Like, man, y'all ain't got nothing down here. Or, or up. up here, sorry. It was I ain't bad. Got none of it. Chicago had everything. Y'all ain't got nothing.
3: <laughs> Seriously, like 106 Jams was great because they didn't, like you said, you know, like like this uh, station 93.5, they would never play anything that was mainstream. So like you would listen from like eight to ten o'clock and then go to school the next. It's like, oh, did you hear that song? Did you hear that track? Are you gonna? How are you gonna get that mixtape? You know what is this? So it was definitely mm-hmm. an event. It was it was awesome. Like I missed the days of that. Obviously, everything digital and everything you know at your fingers in in a millisecond. Um, changes a little things, but you know I, I I do miss the days of where you would go in the next day, and and talk about it. You know, it's water cooler essentially, but locker cooler talk. Anyways, um, sure. we're gonna see <laughs> if the king of Wakanda gets it knocked out by some Jaegers, some Gaijins, some some Charlie Days, if you will. Uh, Pacific Rim uh, Uprising, starring the always wonderful John Boyega. Um, Clint Eastwood's son, Scott Eastwood, who was definitely doing his dad's scowls. Uh, And how do I know this? Because I saw it. So I'll give my little take on that a little bit later on. Um, Also, we're going to talk about this film, Kyle. I don't know if you've seen anything, read anything, heard anything, or know anyone that has seen this, but there's a movie called I Can Only Imagine, which has been making some pretty good coins over the last few weeks that it's been out. Uh, it's it's based off a Christian uh, pop song, um, and basically it's about hey my dad was horrible yada yada, but this thing is raking like I said a lot of money. We'll talk about you know kind of those different type of films if Kyle has seen like the Gods Not Dead series or the Kirk Cameron Christmas Catastrophe BS movie that he made, but. Well, 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 We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Also, uh, okay. white people. Am I right? No. Um, uh, also, <laughs> see if Kyle checked out anything out on the uh, the Cineplex. Also, a very big movie coming out this upcoming weekend. Getting ready to uh, see Steven Spielberg back um, back to pretty much what what made him uh steven spielberg or senor Spielberg? uh ready player one we'll talk a little bit about that spoiler alerts i do have my tickets for tomorrow already also we will break down kind of our summer preview uh pre summer preview countdown little top six action so since the summer blockbuster movies kyle uh, it seemed to be getting earlier and earlier, you know, last year or two years ago when Deadpool came out in February. Hell, John Wicks are coming out in January and February, which seemed like pretty much good, uh, you know, summer films, you know, back in the day for sure. But but the winter months have been getting some popularity. So we'll kind of break it down from this upcoming weekend all the way to the beginning of June. Uh, so we'll, we'll kind of hype our movies, you know, kind of what the pop culture is, you know, kind of offer. So, yeah, also, we got two episodes of Atlanta uh, One that was fun and one that was a heartbreaking as hell to watch. I'm sure Kyle and I had some similarities on episode four here. Um, as well as uh, getting some musical monstra, uh some mellows manic movie news. Uh, speaking of Donald Glover, uh, one project that we were very ecstatic for, unfortunately, might be put on the back burner. We'll see about that a little later on. But Kyle, what's yeah. the...
1: Actually I'm not even gonna say
3: <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but um
1: <laughs> Now I'm curious. You can't like say it on air and be like, What's it and then just renege like that. That's true. And that's true. Whoa,
2: whoa. <laughs> I've been saying
1: that a lot. It's fun to say renege.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I
3: I utilize it at least once once a quarter, that is for sure. Um But we're gonna pay some bills. Uh, We're we're pretty much going to talk to you about one of the coolest inventions, Um, not only because i kind of been, you know, along with FML Solutions, you know, kind of in the, not in the beginning, but kind of in the process, if you will, um, knowing Pat Katz a little bit uh, here, uh, but, but he has a, I would say a revolutionary product, especially for the deer hunters out there that want to make it easy. Uh, FML solutions offers the classic deer stand, which basically, uh, you can set up and dismantle within about 30 minutes and also utilize it as a cart to carry your trophy back to the truck. Uh, easy assembly, uh, just, uh, all around great portability. We're going to hear about that a little bit as well, uh, as, as some from our sponsor. Sorry. I just had some ribs a little earlier and I'm, I'm feeling the itis. Some ribs, some baby red potatoes in the oven It was so good
1: Ooh, With the butter and the garlic?
3: Yes, actually Damn Getting that moat That moat money <laughs> That, that, that <laughs> moat money
1: For sure Ribs
3: <laughs> I promise y'all it'll be better We'll be back in 2 and 2
1: By the way, Alex Cub Foods has uh, uh, energy drinks 10 for 10, Rockstar
3: Ew. I'd like to keep my kidneys. That's why I stopped drinking. Oh. Let alone drink that battery acid, sir.
1: Wait, what? When we come back, we'll talk about Alex not
0: drinking anymore? Yeah, no. (laughs)
1: Well.
0: Okay. Okay.
3: Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made in the USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit fmlsolutionsinc.com
1: to learn more about this innovative gear stand. Your late night hip-hop and R&B podcast, Soda Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Half-Find Adams. Every Thursday night right here on the Strong Style Media Network, catch up on your latest on hip-hop and R&B and hear Minnesota talent.
0: At 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you deal. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like time. My life is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license. Victim. my belief don't have religion just a higher power who power i'm not so happy with it. but i take a breath regain my power check my feet when i'm walking i've see seen it all more than i care to reveal i'm always sort sure of clear the air for the real that's why i'm aiming at they
1: grill man because that's how i feel nobody being sincere we need some changes for real again that's thursdays right here on the strong style media network thursdays at 10 p.m central and if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard on the show, send the mp3 over to SodaSound at StrongSoundMedia.com. you know E-Nut.
2: E-Nut.
0: This right here is the Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. 50, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted to I, it. I know, but I'm 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 48, but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm, and I took an Alpha Brain. And I never do. I I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang bang. oh my.
3: Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all, with your host Ryan Cook and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're gonna be giving you everything, and I mean everything—from baseball,
0: football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, basketball, boxing, politics, sports, whatever. Survivor, even that weird sport where you do the hurdles and jump puddles and track and field.
3: All right, maybe not that one. But from the college to the pros, and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio.
0: i gonna get us
2: killed. I can get us out of here. I just got us <laughs> out! Oh my god. That's November Ajax.
4: Pilots of unregistered Jaeger. This is the Pan Pacific Defense Corps.
2: Power down and exit your compound. No, 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 That's what they think. Ah!
4: Stop. You are in violation of Code 10, Section 14. Operation of an unregistered
2: Jaeger. Hang on! I'm hanging on! Hang tighter!
0: Been waiting for it's time!
1: Yeah, baby! Welcome to the box office beatdown.
3: Welcome back to the Pop Culturists. Um That scene, it was really hard, Kyle, uh, to find a clip for Pacific Rim Uprising. Because, it, obviously, it's a visual movie. You're not going for uh, witty dialogue and Transformer-esque type robots, uh, you know, kind of talk. Because you kind of want to see that stuff, you know, kind of live action, especially with them trying to make their escape. Uh, but that was the only thing that pretty much had dialogue. Uh, so, right, well, <laughs> here it is. But in context of the film, it is a a, a little fun spot, uh, which we will get to. Uh, but first, we have to see if it claimed the number one spot from the King of Wakanda. But we will start, as always, with number five: uh, Kyle Adams' favorite video game adaptation film in the last four years: Tomb Raider. Uh, three, reimagining prequel. I'm not sure. I don't think American Two. audiences are digging it. Three. Uh, three. Th- yes, three. Well, with the uh, Angelina Jolie models, of course, there. But uh, but that one uh, not doing uh, too well. Already, like, you know, dropping from second
2: mm-hmm. to fifth
3: again. Uh, but that one only grossed <laughs> about $10.4 million. A little under 42 with the uh, 10-day haul there. Kyle, I mean, should they just stop making video game adaptations? I know they've been trying to thinking about doing Uncharted, which has been in development hell, I would say, for the last eight years at least. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think they should just stop?
2: Mm.
1: I don't even know why they greenlit Tomb Raider, because there was somebody who was 18 who was like, what the fuck is Tomb Raider? And I was like, yeah. man. And they were and they were 18. Like so that alone Did you was punch like, them? No. We would had to be underwater and then I'd have to punch them. You remember from the first movie she I, god that pissed me off. She punched a work? shark underwater.
3: Oh my god. Yes. See, I've never seen that. I've never really seen the first one. You know you should have did. You should have opened up a can of uh your your 10 for 10 energy energy drinks uh you death uh, juice. On the floor yeah. and say mop it up After he said that to to comment. <laughs> I should have done just that Walk away
1: Use Laura Croft back. wanted me to do this Who the f*** is Laura Croft No um he Yeah he had no idea and so I had explained it to him That it was a video game that came out In 96 On Playstation Damn. That's a that yeah. old
3: 22 years old Wow
2: mm-hmm.
1: We hard We And <laughs> And uh, Angelina Jolie You know who that is? He's like nah And I'm like oh, She's an actress Very popular back in the early 2000s And mm-hmm.
3: Won an Oscar Yeah Girl Interrupted Won an Oscar Won a uh, Golden Globe I want to say for
1: uh, Gia
3: The HBO movie that kind of catapulted her mm.
1: Um, Really? Gia was the one that did it? Not yeah. girl Interrupted? I mean
3: that that sorta of did, but Gia was the one that got everyone like like everyone's radar. That's how she kind of got Girl Interrupted. They were kind of in the in the same spot, but I wanna say Gia was made almost about two years earlier than okay. that. So, but everyone remembers um, hackers, right?
1: I do. But <laughs> Yeah, it's <the> wrong demographic. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: guy was like, What? Hackers.
1: Yeah he wouldn't Good god He wouldn't remember like Hyper colors He wouldn't remember anything He's like what? Like Yeah Yeah I had to explain to him that like mit, What Mid-Eyes was Because back then we didn't have MP3 ringtones We had Mid-Eyes And he was like what? And I was What's like that? It's just like The water Like it's a 8-bit Instrumental Of the actual song And so that was the best that we had back then.
3: I have I wasn't even on that. I was sleeping on that. Sorry, Boost Mobile. a uh, Geo came out in ninety eight and drill into website nineteen ninety
2: nine.
3: But I did have Virgin Mobile back in the day.
1: yeah, that was I, my very first plan was with AT and T and then Verizon. But even they had mid eyes. Then at one point in time you was able to record a Song like off a speaker or something And use that as a ringtone That's cool And And then eventually (laughs) And then it just became Like well forget it you can just use mp3s Whatever and yeah Now I don't even care Anymore (laughs) for ringtones but that used to be The biggest thing like I always used to have like An mp3 as a ringtone And I always would be like make my own Because I was picky I'm like I like this I want this as a ringtone so I used to make my own and then Zedge came out and that was cool and now like it stays on vibrate like ninety five percent of the time. Yeah. As you know, as well as uh people who know me
3: know, uh I've never had my ringer on ever. Um so that's why because I used to love the ringtones, like all, like yeah. not the music per se, but like I mm-hmm. would use like Leon from Kirby Enthusiasm. I would use like quotes for him and just have that
1: as a, a ringtone.
3: Like, oh, cool. My please let Snicker was...
1: Rappers be one of them.
3: Which one?
1: The Snicker Rappers one.
3: <laughs> no, mine <laughs> was the Barack Obama one, though. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> that was,
3: like, my favorite one. He's like, Barack Obama, Barack Obama, baby. And he says, like, more stuff <laughs> in the uh, J.B. Smooth type. and And that shit just cracks me up to this day and you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it back and and we will hear it uh it, next weekend here but uh yeah barack obama that was that was my favorite ringtone ever and so i realized it went off at work in front of uh yeah. senior <laughs> customers and i was like oh never mind yep
1: my i left barack mine obama, in baby. the the middle of an office where like admissions was, and my boss was there, my boss's boss was there, and I left my phone on the desk, and I like walked away for a good second, and then like <laughs> my my oh, boss man. was like, Hey, uh, like your music's cool and all, but just not in the office where there's like everybody and I was like, Good point
3: <laughs> <laughs> like so since then was it like I've early been... three six mafia
1: uh, I couldn't." Recall, I know it was bad though. I <laughs> oh man, it was like super bad. Um, oh man, I used to listen to like Twista and, and Bone Thugs and all that back then too. Like when that happened, uh, it was only six or three more months for me,
3: and I'll be seeing Bone Thugs and Harmony, which you yeah, can you out. can fly out to Sioux Falls, man, It'll cost you like 60 <laughs> bucks. We'll go right there,
2: fly and okay. you can come
1: to the moat. And you said, Tickets are how much 110? Like 60 Really? Yeah. No, not for a flight. Like, the, the actually see bone thugs. Oh, it was like 30 bucks. Oh. Oh. Oh, the Jay Z and Beyonce concert is $110.
3: Yeah, that, that, those were great tickets. Shout out right. to uh, Strong Style Media, Sportscast Radio Zone, Jordan Jiskara. Um, getting that boiler room money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be going, uh, make, making Strong Style Media um, you know, representing at the at the Jay Z Beyonce show on the run uh too. I'm I'm stoked for that. But that we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that on the mantra. But uh mm-hmm. man. Ringtones. I uh, I now I want ringtones. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Um but Tomb Raider, that's okay. that's I, I agree. I think probably because of the relaunch of the game, what, five years ago, that was a little different that people liked. You know, I, I believe it was on a lot. Of, it got a lot of high scores, a few game of the years, if I remember correctly. Never played it, you know, myself. Didn't even play the the original PlayStation uh, version of that. But I, of course, know the character, but not my cup of tea, even though uh, it does have an Academy Award winner. Alicia The candor <laughs> coming in at number four, though. Sherlock um, Gnomes, the sequel. Yes, sir.
1: Oh, I do want to say Tomb Raider. Uh, shout out to my auntie, who who I mentioned before, that knows, like, Tori Hunter and Kevin Garnett and them. Yeah. And J.R. Ryder, like... She, her her uh, ex husband bought me a PlayStation and it came with Tomb Raider, and that was nice. my first uh, system that I got for Christmas um, from a non family member other than my mother. But even, nonetheless, that was the very first game I had was Tomb Raider, and it was a PlayStation. Um, yeah, so hmm. that's what, uh, my history of it.
3: <laughs> what uh, what's GR Writer up to now? Have you heard? Did she casually mention?
1: No, I don't think they're like... No, I I was just saying East Bay Funk because of the dunk. But um, (laughs) (coughs) I I have no idea what that guy's up to. Hopefully not doing lines. No, he
3: would have ran out out of money by now. I don't
1: think he's balling.
3: Cocaine ain't cheap in Minneapolis,
1: man. It sure well, ain't, but I don't think he's balling like that
3: <laughs> I still remember I was leaving a Vampire Weekend Concert in uh, Minneapolis A few years ago, which by the way They're one of the headliners of Lollapalooza uh, Which is awesome um, mm. And me and my buddy uh, A kid from Wisconsin um, We're walking And this guy's like, hey, hey Want some coke? <laughs> and we're looking at <laughs> you like, what? We just left like the most frat boy type of concert, like, and this guy's like, I was like, no, I'm I'm good, man. He's like, come on, come on. I'm, I'm like, I'm I'm good. But that was like the first time I've ever, because I've never done it. Because a, I'm too scared and too poor. Uh, but b, because I'm like, oh, that that would be probably my thing. Um, yeah, I have yeah, seen you
1: crush somebody. Never. Right in front yeah. of my face, so I'm cool. <laughs> like
3: that,
2: yeah, that, that was
3: <laughs> that was not my bag. Uh, coming at a number four, uh, possibly it could be the uh, the Gnomes' bag. Sherlock Gnomes, the long-awaited sequel to, uh, I would say, a moderately successful uh, 2011's Gnomeo and Juliet. Uh, James McAvoy, Emily Blunt coming back again, but, of course, getting Sherlock Gnomes, and I'm assuming Watson to solve some case. I don't know what, but I'm pretty sure I'll be seeing this Easter Sunday. Uh, But I'm not going to lie, Kyle. I'm pretty excited. But uh, coming at number three, this movie costs about $7 million. Again, a faith-based drama. Uh, You're pretty much going to know the whole movie through this trailer. Um, but take a listen uh, if you have no interest. But Kyle, I'm definitely intrigued to see your take. And maybe, maybe, I can only imagine you at the theater this Tuesday checking someone out.
2: It's an amazing song.
1: Just kind of happened. Took about 10 minutes, I guess.
2: Bart, you didn't write this song in 10 minutes, took a lifetime.
1: How'd you do this? You know, I've never told anybody my story. When I was uh, 11 years old, life was tough.
2: Where's Mama? She's gone. She don't want me no more. And she don't want you neither.
1: And I've always loved music. And I found some songs that I just... I
0: held on to They gave me hope
2: Mercy me That can't be his real voice
0: Cause I needed it Dad I can do this No you can't And you're gonna blink your eyes And you're gonna realize That life has gotten you nowhere Because you chased some stupid dream I can I'm
2: leaving I want you to know That I pray for you all the time when I And I hope that you find Whatever it is that you're looking for out there Nice. What are you running from? My death. Then write about it. Let that pain become your inspiration. I have some stuff I need to sort out.
4: And I deal with it the only way I know how. And that's to write a song.
2: You hungry? I set the table. What is this? I want to make things right. You and me. me. My dad was a monster, and I saw God transform him. You have a gift, real gift. I didn't think that God could do that. So I wrote this song for my dad.
3: think of the movie we just witnessed along with the uh, with the audience here of I Can
1: Only Imagine? I can only imagine
3: um, you thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I've, I've heard this song before actually so I'm uh, really surprised that they made it out of just a music song alone. Um,
2: it, it Stretch that into a movie.
3: <laughs> I've read the lyrics. I'm reading the lyrics now. I, I don't get it. And I'm not trying to knock you know, people can believe what they want. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. That's awesome. <coughs> Whatever makes you feel good. I'm, I'm all for. Um, but it just reminds me of the South park episode, um, <laughs> where they kind of talk about these type of, of songs, um, and, and, you know, pretty much how they can be utilized or manipulated. Um, but it, Faith plus one, I want I want to say is the name of the their their awesome band, uh. But mm-hmm. it it just seems so like you said far fetched that they make it out of this one song, and yes, God could have changed this guy's views, but if I could just see you know a he's dying, and b older people just kind of changed they realized they were an ass it was a different time. And they kind of mellow out because they're like, oh, I should probably sort of change because I'm probably close to death. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's more so God of us that he gave him the realization of that um, or grandkids. Grandkids usually, you know, softens uh, crudgety
1: old gentlemen as well. But. <laughs> I um, probably am not going to go see this. Theaters, sorry, Um, but a for effort. Um, Again, I. Movie. If you can see me right now, I made a fist, and I just you know, you know, threw it upwards like hurrah! One of those movements. That's what I did. Um, No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No. Sorry. I get it.
3: That's why it's making a ton of money. But a movie like this, I mean, half of it is going to Dennis Quaid's uh, hair and makeup, I would say. Uh, $7 million. Mm-hmm. This was only, you know, made for $13.8 uh, million um, uh, in its second week, which it's only dropped under 20% uh, from its opening weekend, which is actually pretty damn good. Um, and, and has garnered, I would say by now, as of today, it's probably reached over $40 million Dollars, so I mean, when it's all said and done, it's probably going to hit seven times of what it's uh, what it costs. So that is definitely going to be a success. Uh, any movies that you could think of, Kyle, that you would make off of a song? Um,
1: oh, I mean, yes, actually, yes, a few, What's that? a few. Uh, one of them comes to mind is uh, "Walk Like a Man" by Murs. Um, I don't know if I can make it. Maybe a short feature. Like, uh, there he
3: did, sir. It's it's with the Howie day. Mandel and Christopher Lloyd. It's from the eighties.
2: What?
1: Whoa, Howie Mandel? No, uh, Walk Like a Man is um
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> is uh pretty much Mers and his best friend. They're uh, messing around, um, with some people. Uh, mm-hmm. like with some girls or whatever on the highway, and all of a sudden the the same like the back seat of the car um start like uh comes down basically the windows from the back seat comes down um they they drive up a little bit, now they're messing with the two dudes that were talking to the two girls right okay, um yeah. so Mers and his best friend are now engaging with the two people in the back seat they're like you know we'll we'll fuck you up, whatever, whatever. Um, they catch him later on in life. Murr's best friends gets killed. Um, Merz knows who knows who did it. A year later, he catches him in the alley and pretty much gets his revenge. Um, and Mers has to live with regret. Basically, he wish he did, hadn't gotten revenge. Um, so I pretty much told the whole song, but whatever. Uh, I could I see that being a movie.
2: <laughs> um, that movie.
1: and then another one is uh i think it's called forrest whitaker i think my brother ali um okay maybe not forrest whitaker no not forrest whitaker i can't remember what it's called but basically he meets this chick at the bus stop they go on a couple dates like he loves her but she's like get away from me and he's like, it's been a couple of days where you've been, you know, like, I know you're home. I'm in your backyard. <laughs> but he's pretty much a stalker and he's all extra creepy. Um, and he's like, I, you know, this is the, the seventh message I left you today. Uh, why aren't you calling me back? You know, like goofy stuff like that. So um, that could be a thriller.
3: It sounds like Thirsty Boy is on the dating scene there.
2: Um, <laughs> oh, Tinder!
1: <laughs> Apparently, like my friend Bryce tells me about Tinder all the time, but I, mm, I refuse. You refuse? I refuse. He like because he says he says it's the it's the thought you know the thought house basically. Um, for one, I hate that. term. I don't term. know. I've never been. Uh, yeah, I I hate that term one, but two like uh. It's it's a place where you just have no in like audience. Attached.
3: What is a thoughts?
1: Oh, um,
3: acronym,
1: which so, Walmart
3: sells bibs. My grandma is a thoughts.
1: <laughs> Look it up. Oh <laughs> my! Um, <laughs> is that really on a shirt? It's real. Oh, it's, a, bib. it's a It's a bib. It's on a bib. Yeah. Where? At Walmart, of course. Get out of here! I, I wish oh I my was god, kidding. oh my god. Okay, so a thought is
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> is like thirsty hoe over there, like that's what it originated for. And Now I don't know what it is, but it's it's still a word. Uh, it just means hoe. You you yeah you have a lot of sex. Um,
3: so what And is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't
1: you get that? Or why didn't I'd, you, get you I don't want my dick to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one hundred percent fear. Like I, mm 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 mm. Nope. Nope.
3: <laughs> I don't think it could fall off, sir. But
1: <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I mean, hey, like it's twenty eighteen. There's there's uh. Diseases on top of diseases That develop complex diseases And I don't want no part of it
0: I don't want no smoke, Alex (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of
3: uh, unleashing the smoke and the fire Unfortunately, the King of Wakanda after five weeks Had to kneel, bow down to the Jaegers, if you will But uh, it it didn't go down without a, a, a fight, that's for sure Again, five weeks, Kyle. That's that's huge. There hasn't been a movie like that in in quite some some time. But sixteen point six million over this past weekend, which pushed its domestic total to six hundred and thirty point nine million dollars. That's sometimes that's like the original Thor, Captain America, and like Ant Man all together. Um, hmm. Which isn't bad, but that's just one movie. Uh, it's already surpassed the original Avengers, not the Uma Thurman, Ray Finds, but of course the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe versus first outing, bringing all our heroes together. Uh, so that's already beat that, which that was one of the highest ones there. But also it's beaten out, Kyle, domestically. Star Wars The Last Jedi, which I just picked up on Blu-ray. Go cop it. Walmart, Target, Best Buy, what have you. But also is now behind (laughs) – I should have looked for that bib. So it's already (laughs) refrogged Last Jedi domestically, but now it's the fifth largest grossing domestic movie ever, Kyle, just under or behind Jurassic World, (laughs) Titanic, Avatar, and The Force Awakens. I mean, that's pretty damn good. It's already uh, surpassed $1.23 billion, which beat the uh, Iron Man 3 – um, so now it's the biggest solo superhero movie of all time. The audiences have spoken, Kyle. Are you afraid they're going to drop the ball with this sequel?
1: Um, no. I don't I think
3: so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be too good. They can't.
3: I, think... I mean, people would, would riot. I would riot. Um, But no, that's that's amazing. Like... A, you know, from the opening, you know, where it surpassed so many expectations. And and seeing, you know, on on Facebook, you know, Twitter, social media, you know, and and just people doing Wakanda forever. I mean, have you noticed or seen any change in kind of where you're at? A little bit more, you know, pumping your chest out and a little bit more pride, if you will, since this movie's come out?
1: Hmm like as african-american or just yeah um <laughs> um no i i i don't know i i guess i see it a lot where i work black excellence No, actually it's black craziness so i don't know
2: <laughs>
1: people will be wowing at cut foods um <laughs> no, I, I, I do appreciate what it's done for the community. I do appreciate what the community has done for it as well in return. Um, with everybody uh selling out theaters anyway, and the showing support. Movie? Huh? Oh man. <laughs> like with with people with people buying uh selling out theaters and showing support and yeah. uh getting behind it. Uh it was almost like uh two thousand and eight all over again.
3: <laughs> I like that though. I no, mean but no,
1: it's Obama, good Obama activity. Obama person got together for that, huh?
3: You think of him and Michelle or Michelle will be in the sequel? <laughs>
1: uh I would hope so. With it being like LA. You know what I mean?
2: That'd be cool. And
3: technically, I mean this movie was in the past. This was after the Civil War. So I mean that was still like during the Obama era. Truth <laughs>
2: That'd be, so, uh, man, I just, like, That'd be cool
3: Jump in my head But coming in at number one uh, Slightly uh, Underperforming from its predecessor uh, Guillermo Del Toro's yes that Academy Award winner for best Picture Guillermo Del Toro uh, His 2013 uh, Monsters vs. Robots uh, Masterpiece it um, came out with $37.2 million, uh, but the second one, Pacific Rim Uprising, only generating about $28 million, uh, but again, dethroning a Black Panther there. Um, underperforming, Kyle, yes, uh, unfortunately, but this movie, Overseas, this has the opposite effect of Black Panther, which we all know this will have a huge Japanese, you know, you know, kind of outing, if you will, which it's already uh, it's already garnered. I want to say about a hundred and one million dollars uh, internationally right now. So sorry, one hundred and twenty-two million dollars, which now worldwide has uh, garnered one hundred and fifty million for the uh, for opening weekend. Is that the trailer?
1: Yeah, I just played it in the low. Oh. Low, low. <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> um
3: but no, this uh I mean this did did you see the first one? Did you like the first one?
1: Um I don't recall the first one, to be honest. So I probably didn't even see
3: Whoa. it. Oh. Were you working at the uh movie theater during that time, twenty thirteen?
1: Wait. Twenty thirteen? No. Twenty thirteen no. I was uh at Lid's I just started there. Oh.
3: Oh yeah, I forgot that's how the connection started was was Woods. Wow. So they totally forgot <laughs> about that gimmick. Because I saw your hat. Uh but Pacific Rim
2: <laughs> Uprising
3: uh starring John Boyega as Jake uh Jake Pentecost, which is the son of Idris Elba's uh Idris Elba's uh character uh from the first one who of course said the apocalypse will not happen tonight or whatever crazy speech it was. Um, but uh, I would say John Boyega definitely uh, plays that, that role really well. The whole, you know, I don't, you know, I, I can't live up to my father's, you know, name. I'm I'm not him. So, you know, he's conflicted, if you will, uh, with people's perceptions of him. Of course, he's kind of like, it kind of goes the Captain Kirk, J.J. Uh, J. Abrams' Star Trek reboot route, Kyle. Where you know mm-hmm. he's, you know, kind of a partier. Um, in this case he's kind of a ravager. He kind of, you know, knows of course the Jaegers, uh, which are the robots, um um who, you know, so he knows the inside and out. So what he does is he goes and scavenges since the Great War from the first film, has uh has pretty much had peace from the Gaijin or sorry, with the Kaiju wars. Um, since they were all dismantled back into whatever Pacific Earth, you know, rim that they were uh, held back into. Um, But essentially, the Jaegers, again, are the robots, and he steals their parts and sells them off. But he runs into, which I would say she was uh, a breath of fresh air, if you will. Um, Kaylee Spaney uh, plays a character named Amara Namani, who is basically a, a young uh a young person who John Boyega's character runs into and she essentially has built her own Jaeger uh albeit a very small to compare what they're used to. Uh but she's uh has a Moxie, she has spunk, she goes one on one really well pretty much with every character in this movie. Um again she's she's kind of what Shia LaBeouf in Transformers should have been. Uh kind of with that attitude. Yes, they know you know what they're doing they know how to save this planet but also she has a chip on her shoulder because of the backstory that they kind of you know approach into this film which kyle i'm pretty sure you can kind of kind of see where this goes but i will say this kyle pacific <clears throat> rim uprising is the transformers sequel the best transformers sequel all out of all of them pretty much This is what all four or five or 27 Transformers sequels we've unfortunately laid our eyes on uh, should have been. This was fun. It was fast-paced. Yes, I would say you could cut maybe about 10, 15 minutes, make it about an hour and 45 minutes, where the the Transformers movies, I swear, are are almost a tad under three hours. So for it to be a two-hour movie again, it is a way better pacing um, than uh, than those sequels there. So this was a a lot of fun. Again, uh, Boyega being able to utilize his British accent as well, since we all know him from the Star Wars uh, movies as Finn, and of course, you know a, a few roles that he's done. You know, especially the uh, the film Detroit, which is on Hulu right now. Hulu right now, which I highly recommend. Uh, but this was a, a fun movie. They kind of go there, Kyle, which I did appreciate. <clears throat> um, you know, it, it's pretty much the, 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 whatchamacallit, the, the kaijus, again, which are the monsters, are, you know, of course, coming back into, you know, the planet, the earth and essentially trying to take over, but kind of finding the ways of how, how they're kind of uh, approaching and, and trying to take over is, is pretty damn interesting. Um, I would say this, this movie as a whole, it's not going to win any Oscars, but this was a, a lot of fun. Uh, again from the performances to the young recruits, you know, uh very uh, very Pearl Harbor esque, if you will. A lot of slow motion explosions. Uh I, I think they had uh Bruckheimer on the line there. Um but uh but again, uh John Boyega I, I think is definitely uh earn the right to to open any movie yes this movie did not make a lot of money but uh for him to be in three number one films uh you know that that's definitely something to to tip his cap with um but no i i would say Kyle this is definitely a, a tuesday of $5 uh showtime um i don't know if this is a a weekend uh a weekend trip if you will but but definitely a matinee if not a uh, $5 Tuesday.
1: That's for sure. Okay, you get to see
3: robots uh, fight aliens in the daytime, which I, I I will appreciate. A, the CGI not that bad, and B, where the first one they battled a lot in the dark, and as we all know, the CGI and 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 the shades of darkness do not mix well. So I, I applaud them for kind of fixing what a lot of people didn't like about that first one and the Transformers movies made a little brighter. Uh, again, the fast the the fight scenes were really good. Characters were were. On board you kind of felt for uh, a lot of these side characters. Um, kudos uh, to the director, I would say Steven DeKnight. Uh, definitely, uh, I would say doing a better, better uh, version with this than Guillermo del Toro, which I did not like the first one as much, since I pretty much thought it was Top Gun with robots. But uh, I would say the sequel, if you like the first one, uh, maybe you will be as hype as the kid sitting next to me who was reading. All the fight scenes uh, But sadly Kyle I don't think he was a kid I think he was more in his 30's uh, But uh, be as hype as him if you like that first one uh, Definitely I would say An improvement uh, But I wouldn't shell out 20 bucks a ticket On that IMAX that's for sure hmm.
1: Is it a 3D film though?
3: I did not see it in 3D I don't think it's I don't think it'll be worth it in 3D Hmm
2: that
1: sucks. I, I I figure something like this would be special with robots and aliens.
3: And who knows? Maybe, but I... No, I... I, I would say save your money uh, again. Matinee it or $5 Tuesday it.
1: So how did they get number one then?
3: Because I think people were tired, like myself, of saying, ugh, I gotta go see Black Panther yet again.
1: <laughs> Which, that still blew my mind that people are, are saying... They want to go see it still, like in theaters.
2: I'm like, Dang, three i am like,
1: Really, I've yeah. Uh, I think just once for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Cause I got that cheddar. No, um, game night. I I would highly <laughs> recommend out of this top ten. I do want to see Love Simon. That looks like a a a nice, um, coming of age film, if you will. Something that's definitely needed. In this time, wrinkle of time though, I, I, you know, I couldn't really recommend. Um, I was very disappointed in that one, but but game nights, Black Panther, of course, but yeah, I mean, there's really nothing out there. Where I'm at, Wes Anderson's latest masterpieces not playing. I didn't get a chance to see Thoroughbreds or um or uh pop, pop, pop uh the Steven Soderbergh movie. So, I mean, yeah, lack of options I mean, kind of makes it seem, oh, it's something different, and I think that's, that's why mm-hmm. with the faith based audience too, I can only imagine is I'm surprised actually not doing a little bit better, but again, when you're hitting six times you know your 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 budgets, you're doing an okay job.
2: This
1: is a whole new four too, by the way, what's that? Like, besides Black Panther, this is a whole new four. Um, I'm not sure these are all debut movies, but um, none of these were here the last time we did the show besides Black Panther.
3: Correct, yeah. Um, well, that's, uh, yes, Nomium, or Sherlock Gnomes is a new release. So that came out this past weekend, um, and I can only imagine came out last weekend – um, which I want to say was at, if my computer would act, uh, that also stayed at number three. So two weeks in a row, you know, A, beating a Marvel, you know, juggernaut in Black Panther. And, of course, Tomb Raider getting the second slot last week, which, again, slid down into the uh, the fifth spot this week. So people were tired mm-hmm. of to Tomb Raider. Again, it was something different. I mean, Red Sparrow, Red Sparrow, the Jennifer Lawrence, I might add, uh, starring vehicle, has, has garnered less, already out of the top ten. Uh, but I would say I can only imagine it's probably going to outgrow that movie.
2: Hmm.
3: That's bonkers.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I but I wanted to point out was that Black Panther, you know, still stayed strong. Still staying in there. That's that's still pretty cool. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's at like what 1.5 billion now, or is it still a little less than that? Cause I know uh, it's
3: I think it's like 1.3 billion. Nope, 1.23 billion dollars.
1: Oh, okay. That's fair. But the
3: biggest solo superhero movie of all time. That's awesome. but but again that's a craft to Marvel. That's a craft to um to 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 Ryan Coogler, um and everybody behind us. Hell, even Donald Glover who who did a little uh script doctoring, if you will, uh for that with, with some of the jokes there.
2: Hmm.
3: Coogler, man, that guy will have a Hollywood in the palm of his hand. But also shout out to the Letitia Wright, who uh definitely kills it as the uh the sister there. That's a fun movie. I, I saw it a few weeks again, Kyle, and uh, after maybe about three weeks without seeing it, and uh, it was it was still damn good. It was good to to kind of get a relaxer.
2: So, <clears throat>
3: and, and plus you can see at least I noticed a few different things, you know, um, with each viewing there. So Easter eggs,
1: if you will.
3: Um, did you check out anything this past week, sir?
1: Um, no.
3: Well,
1: I'm hoping not, not in we'll check Not in theaters. Not, not in theaters. Um, I, can check I watched. On Netflix. I mentioned Jumanji because I didn't know that we had it um, available, so I figured I'd watch it just to watch it. It's actually really good. Ooh, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, just not in HD. That's the bummer. Nope. Um. <laughs> uh, what is SD standard definition? Yes. Yeah. 480. Yuck. Yep. Ugh. Okay. Well, I saw it in SD. Why do you and think I sent you okay.
3: that hate text a year ago? Like, why wow, should buy all, all in SD. <laughs> we love the Voodoo Crew, but <laughs> spend your money wisely.
1: Uh, it's like going to a pawn, uh, not a pawn shop, but like a uh, GameStop, and like there's this guy who's like extra picky. He's like, nope. There's a breath mark on this. Can't take it. It's like what? Just wipe it off.
3: <laughs> <Back>. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> why, this PSP disc got a smudge on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, what the heck is that? Won't take it or give I you a quarter. I bought,
3: like, 90 movies for a PSP. I think I only opened one. God, I used really? to lose my money.
1: Yeah. You know, somebody was talking about that earlier with the game Blood Brothers, and they mentioned how they wasted hundreds, if not thousands, and they was just like, why did I do that? Yeah. Thanks, Obama.
3: Uh, you know, but to be thankful for, uh, get I your member, check. get your member berries ready, Kyle. Because we're gonna go into the nostalgic zone. Hopefully, I'll be seeing you this weekend. If not, I got my tickets for Ready Player One.
2: Three keys. Three hidden challenges test for worthy traits, revealing three hidden keys to three magic gates. And those with the skill to survive these straits will reach the end where the pride let the
3: begin. That, of course, is a trailer that I would say was the most less spoilery out of the 19 they've released. Uh, but Steven Spielberg uh, adapting Ernest Cline's beloved t- 2011 science fiction novel, Ready Player One, a.k.a. Member Berries. Um, this movie looks uh, a lot of fun. Again, it's essentially virtual reality. So it's very, very prominent to, to what uh, people kind of do to uh, today, I would say. Am I, mm. am I right? Do people still do the VR?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. That is a still a thing, especially with the Oculus. Well,
3: I guess Xbox Live. I mean, that's essentially online. You know, obviously
1: gaming there. But um... me and Corman talked about it, by the way, on our uh, on our show about virtual what, reality. Ready Player
3: One. No, oh really? About uh,
1: virtual reality. Yeah, no, Oculus Rift and everything, everything else.
3: I didn't know that was still. I, I I honestly I haven't heard anything about all that in
1: quite some time.
0: Really? Because it's so damn yeah.
3: expensive.
1: Yeah. It is. But now they have it where you have the handsets. Um a couple of years ago they had it to where shit. You, Yeah. They had it to where you can be a surgeon. Um and that was pretty cool. But uh they have it for Playstation now, Playstation VR, um then they have Oculus two for the uh Samsung eight and nine. Um
3: <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's whew, Oculus. That's just so many different products have been named Oculus over the like the last twenty years. It just makes me laugh. Yeah, Hell, it was Oculus Rift made by WWE Films.
1: Really? Yeah, Oculus Rift. So they released Virgin Two, which comes with a handset I have one, which is just the headset. But I don't even have my phone anymore. So that's a bummer.
3: I don't know. I'm afraid I would like run in. Like I tried it over at at Ryan's at one time, and no, I that was just not much. My... Well, you saw me. I was like almost falling over. I was like scared half to death. Um, as well as the the inhabitants on Earth in uh in Ready Player One. Essentially, it's like as you could tell by the Willy Wonka theme, if you will, uh, in that clip. Um, as well as the uh, the 22 trailers there. Um, basically, it's about a kid who's trying to win a contest. uh, And and basically all these people are trying to win this, this golden ticket, if you will, um, by uh, trying to complete all these puzzles. Um, It's basically for all the pop culturists out there. You know, it's basically, you got to face off everything pop culture, science fiction. You know, you have to have strategies, you know, you have to go against your friends. You have to create new foes. Um, and essentially, it's who can you trust in this world, um, especially when shit gets real and people start dying in the real world, especially when they're connected. So uh, I, I don't know if you've seen the actual trailers, Kyle, but you have everything from Terminators to T-Rexes from Jurassic Park to King yeah. Kong, um, all the way to, to Chucky. So, you know, and, and the Iron Giant. So uh, I can't wait for all the little Easter eggs. Uh, that we get to see, apparently no Star Wars, uh, but I guess I will tell uh, tomorrow night. I'm I'm pretty stoked for this. Uh, at first, I was a little, little iffy on it, and then uh, some of the uh, reports coming out of South by Southwest kind of changed my ear, and I was like, okay, I could take this a little. But uh, Kyle, what are your thoughts?
2: Mm, 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 mm. Uh,
1: I do want to go see it just because. I'm kind of curious about it, see what it's about. Um, I've always been a fan of crossovers. I am curious to know how Spielberg got the licensing to most of these. Um, well, it's Spielberg. Like, those are all his <laughs> movies? The reason
3: why a lot of these are, you know, these, these references are made is because a lot of these people, you know, enjoy the work of Senor Spielbergo
1: mm that's fair. <laughs> Spielberg. Um <laughs> I I do want to go see it for just, you know, to see who's all in it. Um and count how many characters. Uh, um it'll be something cool this weekend. I might go see it this weekend. If not Tuesday for sure. If
3: not, we'll be seeing it on the IMAX next weekend. Um just because I think this is a movie you have to see twice, due to the fact that the first time for me, anyways, I'm just gonna be mouth open, smiling ear to ear, occasional tear uh, coming down my my face there. But uh, and then the second time is where you gonna actually watch, where I can watch the story and kind of pinpoint certain things. But yeah, that first time tomorrow night, I'm just gonna be like, oh, this is heaven. So I might be a little biased. <laughs>
1: Uh oh. Uh, just, I'm glad that you're not like Sheree and tell me part of the movie or tell me the entire movie because she's that type of person. Ooh,
3: time writers.
1: And really? She will tell you, yeah, she'll tell you all about the film while you're watching the film. Like, this is my favorite part right here because this happens and this happens. And I'd be like, I never saw this. And then she'll be like, oh.
3: <laughs> I feel bad when I see a movie and I go with someone. Um, or or uh, and usually I will elbow them
2: mm-hmm. like
3: eight seconds before the scene. I'm like eh eh, and I'm like oh, I just totally ruined. Like oh, some shit's about to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I try to fight those urges, but I'm pretty good at that. I'm pretty good at it. There'll be on occasion where I'll like get super excited because I want to see their reaction, but um. For the most part, I'm really good at at keeping things hush. Hush.
3: Yeah. No. I'm. <laughs> Sorry. I'm <laughs> just thinking about those delicious ribs. Um, they're so good. The itis. Were they be Um. But no. I'm, I'm. 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 Yes. There. There was. Oh man. They're so good. Um. Dang. This movie, though, I again, I was a little skeptical because I'm like, it's way too much. You know overload why is there a tron-esque type sequence um but as i you know as i said before I, be, I gotta be like i gotta just put back my pre-30s cynical ass um away and just go back to the guy that wow or the kid that loved to watch every and any movie and just enjoy it like uh, pacific rim uprising is is, is a clear example. I had no interest. The first one was eh. And to be honest, Kyle, yesterday, the only reason why I saw it, I was like, it's $5 Tuesday. You know, it's a good theater that I'm going to whatever. It's $5. And I walked out pleasantly surprised, where, again, I was like, that was the best Transformers sequel I've ever seen. They should have just had that one after the first Shia LaBeouf movie and not even have the first specific rim or Transformers 2 through seventy eight. Um that again I, is my new companion piece. Transformers, Pacific Rim Uprising. Uh but this one I'm I'm like I said, I'm just all in this is gonna be a fun, great time, as will be Mello's Manic movie minutes.
1: What well before before we cut well, there's really no sounder what? What's up? But um No, nah, I just lost a question in my head. Dang it! Because I was I <laughs> I was like panicking to look for a, a sounder, and I'm like, wait, well, I have this the laughter, but that's it. Dang it!
0: Now I'm trying <laughs> to remember the
1: question. <laughs> Never mind. It, if if it comes back to me, it'll come back to me. Um, I, I'll play this. Oh, I'm kind man. of
2: curious. Manic, Manic with Alex. <laughs> I
3: love that. Yeah, <laughs> muted. I was waiting for that. I was like, wait, did he mute it? Um, uh, <laughs> a pretty exciting news that came out a little earlier this evening. Pedro Pascal, of course, the Viper from Game of Thrones and his awesome work on Narcos, as well as uh, the King's Men, the Golden Circle, uh, lands a key but secretive role in Wonder Woman 2 um, alongside Gal Gadot. Um And uh, Kristen Wig Who's going to play Cheetah Which will be amazing uh, Does this turn to your crank Kyle Are you familiar with the Viper One of the most badass characters in a show I've watched maybe 10% of the whole series uh, But fantastic in Narcos
1: Oh I got annoyed When he uh, faced John Cena Like a bunch of times at the pay-per-view But other than that <laughs> I think he's cool
2: A lot of times
1: <laughs> Yeah John Cena versus the Viper. Randy Orton, 4 to 20 the time. Once in a lifetime. Spectacular. Once in a
3: lifetime. Speaking of once in a lifetime, we unfortunately got three sequences in a lifetime. Uh, Tom Six is, uh, I would say the first one I still watch every now and then because it's fun as shit. I've yet to see the third one. Uh, the second one I, I turned off. But they are making a, a graphic novel. Of the Human Centipede Kyle, I know you can't wait To pre-order your copy
2: <laughs> uh,
3: But have you seen Any of these movies and tell me Why you haven't seen the first one
1: uh, I've Human Centipede, I've seen both
3: You have seen both Okay
1: Mm-hmm. I've seen both um, I was a fan so of the funny. The first one was funny The second one was gross But I did appreciate the storyline of it Because okay. Number two was about uh, someone who was so infascinated with number one that they wanted to try it themselves. Um, And so instead of three people, which was with number one, he -hmm. decides to gather 14. Um, Yeah.
3: Including a pregnant woman. Do you know there's a how to on how to create your own human centipede that's crazy. I should never look up human centipede on my computer well
1: um, he um he had his own guy too because he played at yeah, a parking pendant. And so he would watch it so much that he had a notebook and he would just write down everything that he saw, the tools that those used, the um, incisions that were made and things like that. But the thing is, he never had the resources to gather any of the professional tools. So he had like a rusty, like, uh, um, butter knife that he just went to work on. And, uh, yeah, it was gross. But, um, yeah.
3: Him Number alone, three. I'm not gonna lie. Him alone, and what sucks is he's a real person. But the, his his appearance, I was like, I can't watch this. It's just gonna get so gross.
1: <laughs> that too. Um, and it was in BBC mode. So. BBC? Whoa, BBC mode. <laughs> you mean British no, uh, Broadcasting uh, Channel? Yes. Not the uh, <laughs> <laughs> me, Dentress, and Alex. Not the, uh, this new stable.
2: <laughs> the new oh, stable. man. <laughs> me, me the Jim, and Alex.
3: That's awesome. That needs to be shirts. Uh, round two.
1: <laughs> Giddy up. Um, <laughs> Who's lighter? Is yeah. it, are you? I think you're lighter than I am, actually. I'm whiter? Yeah. Lighter. Lighter. Not whiter. lighter. Three, uh
3: movie I can't wait to go see. I'm I'm definitely whiter than you. Um Whoa. this might turn your crank. Uh speaking of, of crank turning, uh your boy, uh New England's own uh Gronk uh has been cast in uh Joe Carnahan's new film which Joe Carnahan an awesome director did the remake of the a team did a lot of writing and such um but is in a movie called Boss Level with Mel Gibson and Frank Grillo, who's amazing uh, from the, the the Perch sequels, as well as a great show on Audience about MMA fighting. I forgot the kingdom. I want to say it's called. Saw a few episodes of my mom. I totally in love with that show. It's uh, mm. uh, pretty awesome with that. But Naomi Watts, as well as in this, are you? I mean, I, I know Gronk has tried to step into the squared circle, uh, but do you think he might have the acting chops? What no. role do you think he'll play?
1: Frat boy. No, I'm
2: boy. he's too old.
1: No, he's going to be the asshole. I'm just sure. Right, that's the only the muscle? Good. Yeah. Awesome. He's going to be uh, John I'm... Cena. <laughs>
3: do, 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 do. Which, by the way, John <laughs> Cena has been cast as
2: Jukeham.
3: We're talking a little bit about uh,
2: uh, video game
3: adaptations, but I would say <laughs> they pretty much hit it on the nose with this casting.
1: Mhm, Yep. Um, I can see him um, smoldering. Um, <laughs> I like that word now. Ever since that damn movie, smoldering.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> It'd be uh, interesting no, to um, see him
3: with blonde hair, going back to his prototype days. Uh, prototype. Yeah,
2: I was
1: going to say that. That'd be interesting.
3: Um, I'm. Ex- they say they want to do it like a Deadpool-esque type of movie, which obviously, so it's going to be, I mean, that's Duke Nukem in a way, too, I mean, if you think about it, but I think again, this could be a lot of fun. A lot of murders.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder if it's going to be better than Doom.
2: Oh, yeah. Got, gotcha.
1: I kind of like the ending, though, when they went to first person.
3: <laughs> they only did that at the ending. Yeah, I never saw it.
1: Just really? Because it looked. This- I
3: forgot the Rock was in it until just now. I was like, "Holy crap!"
1: Do we yeah, the Rock anything? is cool. Um, he actually did really good. Uh, we knew he was the heel, but they took way too long for it for it to actually for him to come up. So
3: isn't Glorious Bastards pretty much like a group? Uh, online gaming of uh, Wolfenstein 3D? <laughs> uh, Not pretty much that adaptation. Kind of. except for the bat now. scene. The bat <laughs> scene was <is>
1: ham.
2: <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> um,
3: unfortunately, speaking of the bat scenes, FX has done that to uh, to Donald Glover, his brother Stephen, um, due to the fact that they have, uh, according to them, uh, creative differences have uh, have them parted ways with FX with their adaptation of Deadpool, which was going to be an animated show for Marvel. Uh, I'm bummed out about this uh, kind of differences, but again, with the merger of Marvel, um, you know, and and Fox, what have you, uh, you know, I, I should say Disney and Marvel, but you know, that right there, you know, I would say as a casualty because they got to retool kind of their products, you know, their acquisitions, if you will. Uh, Mm -hmm. But do you think this could have been something good? Or, I mean, they probably shouldn't do an animated one with the popularity of the live-action
1: films. Uh, I feel like... The old Donald Glover and Stephen Glover is uh, producing something really well right now. I don't see how they can spin that into a Deadpool adaptation and I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like they should have to leave it to somebody else. So I feel like it was kind of best interest. Just going like off of their style like it's honestly like they they've been really showing their their hood urban side with Atlanta um and then now it's to me it's kind of weird to see like Deadpool um being involved in that like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like, like you know how like like certain people have Certain way of doing things Like you can tell a Quentin Tarantino film You can tell a Spike Lee film And so when you see like, <laughs> And a
3: Wes Anderson film
1: <laughs> Yeah uh, uh, a, <laughs> a Wes Anderson film um, <laughs> I just saw a meme on that Or not a meme but a, uh, a Little
2: uh, not video about that the other day. Yeah. yeah
1: Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> they they hit. Her. I,
3: I say that with the, the last eight years. I've said that with every trill. I'm like, oh, it's a Wes Anderson movie, but I love them still because they're so great. But continue, sir. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and and so like to see them, I'm gonna expect something with Atlanta. Now, no I I know Donald Glover has done different things like Weirdo, uh, Community, and even Thirty Rock. Like I know that he's diversely talented. Um, but I'm just saying when I when I see them two, I'm expecting Atlanta, and it would be kind of weird to see Deadpool, two or uh, Deadpool animated with an Atlanta spin on it. Interesting. That was already long and drawn out, but that was what I was trying to say. Like, I'm, I would expect Atlanta when I when I hear them two being behind a uh, animated Deadpool.
3: Yeah, it'll be interesting if they even continue, uh, which uh, allegedly they are, but kind of continue with with that uh, product. But but speaking of mergers and acquisitions, uh, of course we we saw the the trailer last fall to New Mutants, which was like a horror uh, spin on on a Marvel franchise, um, and that got pushed back because that was supposed to come out actually within about a few weeks. Then that got pushed back to early 2019. Which then it gets pushed back yet again, Kyle, to the fall of 2019, um, which also uh, rumors of it having uh, said they have to reach to pretty much about 50% of it. Hence, you know, kind of the, the, the long uh, pushback of that film. But also Dark Phoenix, which has been getting a lot of press uh, with a lot of, you know, uh, 2018 you know movie preview magazines, that is getting pushed from this fall all the way to valentine's day of 2019 um i mean does that do anything i mean it's new mutants do you think they should even try i mean is that movie going to be doomed right out the gate when you know everyone Mm. knows about all this turmoil
2: no
1: i don't think so i think i think yeah i think it'll do just fine honestly like, as as that I'll be surprised sounds.
3: if it gets Pacific Rim Two money. To be honest
1: <laughs> with you, like and see, that's what I'm saying. Like as weird as that sounds, but um, I I just have faith, I guess, and and expect that they waited enough time in between films to, I mean, is, is isn't it kind of necessarily a reboot in a sense? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it's, if, Like when was the last one that came out? Like uh, three. Four years ago? Two, three uh, years ago? The
3: the abysmal 2016 uh, Age of Apocalypse, yeah. One of
1: the 2016. Worst films ever. <laughs> So, like, then Logan, but they don't really count that. And so, like, I feel like there's been enough time where they can um, do Space a new film. Out. Yeah, and it'll be okay.
3: This one's going to be set in the 90s, so I, I, I definitely cannot wait for, for that. Apparently... We're gonna finally see him in space, which the Dark Phoenix saga definitely should should be in. Uh, but I can only imagine, especially with Kyle and uh, you know him having faith all of a sudden.
0: Um,
3: <laughs> I can only imagine that it's time for a break. We'll be back in two and we We'll actually kind of break down. We're gonna break down our uh, pop culture's pre-summer uh, preview countdown. Uh, our top six, uh, movies pretty much started from this weekend all the way to June 1st. We'll be back Bef- in dose and two.
1: Bef- before we cut to commercial break, though, we do have a caller, uh, area code 404. You're on the line.
4: Yeah. How y'all doing?
1: Good. Good. How are you?
4: I'm all right, man. I just wanted to weigh in on two though. You know, whenever you guys are ready.
1: Oh, of course we we can, we can talk about it right now. Uh, what's your name? And where are you calling from?
4: Uh, This is Naj. I'm in Atlanta.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, So what's up?
4: Yeah, the Donald Glover thing, I I disagree with because I I think any creative can take on anything. Uh, You know, it's just up to if you have the chops to do it. So I wouldn't say, okay, let's say this guy can only operate in the box of his best work. I would say, Mm -hmm. okay, let's see what he does. And if it's good, you know, put it out there. Then you give him uh, the respect he deserves. I, I think the issue became the studio, instead of saying, hey, creative differences, or we didn't like what he gave us, uh, to act like, okay, this guy is too busy, uh, couldn't fit us into his schedule. Like, whoa, buddy, you, you're talking about somebody's uh, work going forward, man. you messing with mm-hmm. their ability to make money going forward. So I thought that mm-hmm. was out of line for the studio to kind of uh, frame it that way. Like, yo, don't speak about my business. You know what I mean? Like. If you don't like mm-hmm. it, you don't like it. But don't say I'm overworked or I don't have the time to squeeze you in. So I, I, I think that's why he responded in the way that he did. And, yes. and you know, I, I think that was a smart thing to do. Uh, the the Killmonger thing, uh, I, man, they wrote a, it was a great character, man. They really did a good job of kind of, kinda, you know, riding that fine line with the villain. But yep. no matter mm-hmm. what, he exposed the blind spot. Like if you're the most powerful nation, most advanced tech and all this other stuff, if you allow everything else that goes on in the world to go on and you don't lift a finger, at a certain point, you're kind of just negligent. So, uh, you know, his father going over here and seeing that and then figuring out that ideology that he kind of imprinted on his son, uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it's hard not to root for him in certain situations. Now, on the backhand, they had to make him so villainous in certain moments to where it made sure you, you remembered, like, hold on, this is the bad guy. Let me let him choke this woman or, you mm-hmm. know, do this other ridiculous thing. So, uh I I don't know, man. I thought he was a really good character, written well. And mm-hmm. you know, I I'm, I'm going to see the movie again eventually, but uh yeah, I think he, he walked away a lot. You walked away with a lot from a movie that's supposed to be just a popcorn movie.
1: Yeah. Um and what's what's a bummer is he passed um in the film spoiler alert, sorry. Um but uh in in the comics he actually lives on. And so um um, I wish they would have played it that way. Um Agreed. And especially with uh, the message that it would have sent, with uh, saying unity. Um, you know what I mean. And like, yeah, like, okay, we beefed, but we really need to stick together and be, you know, a unit. Um, I think that would have been a cooler message to send, especially with um everybody going to go see it nowadays. Um, hey
4: man, you you don't make that much money with a character that that popular and not figure out a writing device to get him back in. Oh, he'll be mm-hmm. back. Believe that.
2: Okay, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> and I think that's, that's one of Marvel's
3: fair. problems is is their villains in the comic books live on forever, you know. And and I think that's the problem in some of their movies where they they could easily, you know, the villain can get away. Yes, there can be some casualties. But yes, I mean, Apocalypse, for example, in that, or even Killmonger, it's it's just something that, yeah, it's Loki is the only villain that I've seen that has that has pretty much lived on in these films. And yes, it's a good character, but, but there's been so many other villains in these films, like Hela, I would say, you know, in the last Thor movie even, um, you know, it's just some spots where you're just like, why do you have to get rid of them so far? Why don't you have mm-hmm. this, you know, into a massive, you know... Like DC would do their Legion of Doom Of villains to kind of overtake These heroes you know in a way But I guess we'll kind of see that with Infinity War uh, Going back to Killmonger He's pretty much kind of like a heel In pro wrestling standards today Where you, you he was just more Of a believable character uh, and, and more you know uh, Personal to, to the audience I would say with Black Panther which I think mm-hmm. Is the reason why why he resonated so well
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. And just his ideology, no matter what, man. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, there's no gray area. It's giving you exactly yes. what he thinks. But I'm on the train now, so I know I'm, I won't be able to hear you guys. So I'll just pick you up at the next stop. But uh, well, thanks, thanks for, for listening. For man. me on, man.
2: Yeah. yeah, either way, I'm gonna pick you up.
3: And shout out to Mbaka from Black Panther. That character. Each time I've watched it Kyle, I'd like that mm-hmm. character more and more and I'm like, "Damn, I cannot wait till they expand on him and his uh his
1: nation there um in, yeah. in the sequels.
3: Hopefully we get that cuz that character was damn good."
1: Yeah. Um and I uh, I, Baku, hate to give sorry, away. I hate to give away future plans, but it's all it's all what it's supposed to be um but it's just with a different face and it sucks. I don't want to reveal it, but
2: that's all I gotta say. <laughs> we'll be back in two. <laughs> Most people would consider this illegal. 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 What was mere
0: vision suddenly became a reality when you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate. Share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Tune, in and that more. We are strong style. Just respect
2: my Just respect my Just respect my Just respect
1: You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue.
3: How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters, ship packages,
1: all the services of the post office
3: right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com today. Tune in and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at StrongStyle Media. We are conglomerates.
2: What are we looking at here? Lists all over this safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, list. Two can play at this game. What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No, What if you actually wanted boba, it's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe words, Barbara. (laughs) I like that. Okay. (laughs) Bye.
3: I think our daughters are friends. I think that makes us
2: friends. (laughs) I'm Hunter. I'm Lisa. That's my Julie. I'm Mitchell.
0: Caleb's hero. I can't believe it's Trump. They're so grown up. I can't even hug my daughter anymore without feeling her boobs. (laughs) Uh, Just high fives from now on. Julie left her laptop open. Because You guys are snooping on our kid? No. We don't
2: understand what they're saying, so it's not snooping. Oh my God, I
0: love puzzles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Some about an eggplant.
0: And teenage emoji, eggplants are dicks.
2: Wait, what? All emojis have a secret meaning, so like trees are weeds. And this thing is yasqueen. Yasqueen. So she's going to get roses, yeah.
0: kiss
2: and then touch his dick eggplant.
0: What want a drool coming out of the smiley face. That's jizz. Stand down. It is. Look, it's coffee. but like, uh, This is a sex act. They're planning on losing their virginity on prom nights. Maybe it's not sex. They're just saying, hey, you're okay with me. You're okay with me. Baby. Oh, I fucking knew it.
2: Our girls are not thinking things through. I'm going to stop them. I'm in. Let's cock those motherfuckers. This is our last big night together. This patch is going to make tonight night even more perfect.
0: Get WWVDD. What would Vin Diesel do?
2: In times of crisis, parents are known to have superhuman strength. I can do this. What the fuck? so messed up. Uh, Did your dad try to stop you when you wanted to lose your virginity?
0: He's too busy high-fiving me. I'll do anything for my daughter. What about a little chugging contest? Bring
2: it. Wait,
0: hey, what? We're butt chugging.
2: But
0: you got this, dog? No, I'm tagging out. You're in. What? You put a baby. Everything's looser down there.
2: I have a baby out of my butt. On the count of three. When... One. Oh, oh, not a fan. I am tripping so hard. I just had a vision. My dad was chugging beer. He was asshole. I can't do anymore. more. Pose. I would do anything
1: for love. Damn, I was supposed to cut that part off.
3: Bam, damn, welcome back to the Pop Culturist. That, of course, is a movie. I am super-duper excited to check out, uh, actually coming out, maybe if you have seen Kyle, uh, Ready Player One already, maybe we do a double feature. We'll check this out next weekend. Uh, But coming out April 6th, uh, John Cena, John Cena alongside Leslie Mann, the always hilarious Ike Barinholtz, um, starring in Blockers, uh, from director Kate Cannon, who is responsible for, writing on the fantastic show 30 rock, as well as writing a personal favorite trilogy of mine, even though I've yet to see the third one, Kyle, get ready to hate. Yes. She has written the pitch perfect movies, but again, I knew a reason why I liked those films because of smart writers like Kate Cannon. Uh, this one looks like it's going to hit it out of the park, a nice little comedy that, you know, not, I, I think it's going to be uh, the trailer does it a little injustice, but in a good way. I think it's going to be easily split up with these teenage girls and, you know, their parents, obviously, due to the trailer. But I think it'll be a huge chunk of that. I think I, I like the whole, you know, it's every parent's fear is when, you know, their kids get into uh, the high school level, if you will, if not, especially if you have daughters. One of my biggest fears, I don't know about you, Kyle, but uh, I don't want her, along with all the other Kyles in the world,
2: Suave.
3: Suave. Because it only leads to danger. No, but this one looks (laughs) like it's going to be great, obviously, from that Red Band trailer. Uh, We get to see John Cena do a butt chug. I don't know if that's something we want to see or not, but I'm sure it's going to be damn hilarious. I like how he's breaking in more and more. um, And he's doing these these roles that aren't your PG WWE John Cena, but uh, the the one-liners that will steal the show John Cena. Yes, sir.
1: Another film with his ass in it.
3: Hey man, when you could squat eight hundred pounds, why not show it off? Already getting a uh, pretty good buzz from South by Southwest. Uh this is my number six, even though I will cheat and say an honorable honorable mention which will be coming out on four twenty. Uh, Super Troopers two can't wait to see what the broken lizards uh have in store can't for that. Cheat. But uh but block What
2: if that was on six. my list? Dang it.
3: It's my honorable mention, homie.
2: You can dive oh, into wow.
3: it a little bit more.
2: Fine.
1: Fine. That's fair. But to be fair, my my sixth and my fifth are for next week.
2: Oh <laughs> boom.
1: Because there's nothing else I want to see. <laughs>
2: for this person, From match. now until like, June?
1: Yeah, there's only 3 films I want to see. 4. 4 what? films I want to see.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow, there's so many. This list was really hard. I mean, outside of the list, I mean, like we have two films that are the same. Now three, thanks to your Honor Boomitch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you
3: what, what do you got cooking there? What, what what got you uh excited to check out in the Cineplex over the next uh 2 months?
1: Uh, so we will start with number
2: four because <laughs> <laughs> so
1: <what would> you- <laughs> six and fifth we'll wait for next week. We'll wait for next week. Cause it's okay, kind of cool. Okay.
2: Um, I dig it.
1: but, uh, number four rampage, I pray to God there's yeah. a two by four in there that, uh, the rock will throw in, um, because that was one of my, um, it wasn't a Neo Geo. But it was one of my movie theater arcade games growing up as a kid. Um, That, Die Hard, and X-Men, of course, and a couple of others. But um, um, Rampage was definitely one of them. And it was also a game that we played on the Sega Genesis with me, my cousin Terry, my cousin Mike. And we would wreck buildings and get points and eat people. So... Kind of seeing how
2: this
3: goes. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be fun. Uh, a lot better than what the uh, toys I see at the Walmart uh, toy area at one in the morning. I'm always looking at them. I'm like, God, I hope the movie's better than their product. Um, good, good one. I, that, that was one that I was like, Ah, but that one's going to kick a lot of ass. Even though I played that recently at Up Kyle. Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I suck. I used to think I was great at arcade games and like. Retro gaming systems. I'm horrible. I gotta retire. I can only go now just to (laughs) eat their delicious pizza and drink their delicious, delicious beers. Uh, My number five, um, (laughs) uh, Jim (laughs) from the Office, is directing his second film. Uh, This one, of course, being A Quiet Place, uh, starring alongside his wife. Uh, Basically, uh, it's a family post-apocalypse that has to be quiet because if they hear you they will pretty much hunt you. Um, so that right there in a very interesting premise uh, a, a niche idea if you will. a um, uh, you know obviously they weren't too quiet uh, in, in last year's it comes at nights which uh, you and I yeah, saw Kyle, um, Kyle. Uh, but a quiet place mm-hmm. definitely will be the one. That visually will be kind of the shadows, I'm, I'm assuming, that will kind of be the freakout. But I, I've heard a lot of good stuff, uh, again, coming out of South by Southwest. So a lot of good buzz. Um, this one also dropping next week. And so maybe, Kyle, we're seeing like eight movies. We're going to watch 20 hours of pro wrestling <laughs> and watch like 17 movies. Thankfully,
1: I'm there great. for four days.
2: It's it going to be great.
1: Straight catch. Yes. All the zigzag Marlies in the world. Beer. <laughs> what, you get,
3: what you got for number three, sir?
1: Uh, number three, um, was Avengers: Infinity War. Um, just to follow up and catch on with the rest. Um, I feel like at this point, it's like you know how you've invested so much time into something where you're just kind of like, well, I can't stop now. Um. <laughs> So you're for no, I, I do like the Affinity War. I kinda see I kind of interested to see where it goes. Um I do know the aftermath of the Affinity uh glove and mm-hmm. there's multiple people who hold it after Thanos. Um so I'm kind of wondering if any characters is gonna be mentioned in that. Um any of the uh uh past holders and whatnot or former or pre uh future holders? Thank you. Future holders. Mm-hmm. Um and see if there's any characters mentioned in that and uh, who is all in, mentioned in Infinity War. Because there's a lot. It's like Ready Player <laughs> One, but with just their own in-house uh, set. That's My a God. lot of money being spent.
3: That is a lot. That is a wow. <laughs> wow.
1: That is a lot of money being spent just for actors. Like... Oh my God!
3: Just imagine their back end deals that they're making. I'm sure a lot of them, you know, are doing more more on points, as I like to call it. Where you know, whatever the money makes, they get a percentage, which is going to be. Wh- I mean, Robert Downey Jr. probably on this one, dude, is probably going to make close close to two hundred million dollars. I would. Oh I would my say. God! Just off of one movie, three months. It's going to be crazy. Uh, my number. Uh, my number four. Uh, kind of a hard. Yep.
1: Is um, uh, Don Cheeto going to be in? I, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. not looking at the cast. I, if he, I bet you Terrence Howard is crying right now because... <laughs> Don Cheeto no, made I mean, it. He's got
3: that Empire money. He's fine. He's got that Fox TV money.
1: No, you, okay. Fox TV money versus Marvel money.
3: I'd say he makes, what, 25000 an episode?
2: Yeah. You get but... about
3: twenty episodes, that's that's pretty good. You get Demi uh-huh. Moore every week, which by the way, when the hell did she get on Empire? And it makes me intrigued to watch it a little. And every time I see a commercial I'm like, When did when did Demi Moore get on Empire?
1: That's cool. I'd even think she was like, you know. I thought she retired from the game too. So like, I'm done connected, yeah, it's, son. That's awesome. By the way, when did Rick Moranis come back?
3: When did he come back? And why am I just hearing about this now?
1: Cause I hear like I I could have sworn oh, I could have sworn you reported it earlier that he was like coming back or potentially coming back to do a yeah, film. Yeah,
3: I mean he releases music, but I mean there, there's been a few times where he's he's spoken up like I'll do it for the right script, but I hope so.
1: Good God, I hope so. Yeah, I was I was hoping for either I would watch I Honest to God Truth or watch another Honey I Shrunk. Like if it came out again. Wow, that would be amazing. I would, and I would also watch a, like a little shop of horror, or just like anything, anything. If it was just like Rick Moranis stares at the screen for two hours, take all my Ooh. money. Okay, maybe wow. not that bad. Not maybe not that obsessed, but I just kind of—it's—he was a good actor, man. And it sucks that he like stepped, you know. He was away. my childhood. I mean, a yeah. lot of
3: people say this and that, but Rick Moranis was—I would say—probably in all my favorite movies. Of the 80s and 90s. Uh, and, and SCTV, I was a huge fan. When Comedy Central only aired really old, obscure episodes of SNL and also uh, Kids in a Hall. Whose line is it anyway? The British version, not the uh, American yes. version. Uh, the best version, even though the intro with the black face is horribly, horribly wrong to watch. Even I knew that as a six-year-old uh, and definitely know it in my 30s. Uh, but uh, but yeah no SCTV Rick Moranis that was some good stuff Strange Brew him and Dave Thomas uh, Canadian Rebels yes they were um, back on that uh, Terrence Howard salary tip apparently back in 2016 him and Taraji P were uh, reportedly said to earn about 175 thousand dollars an episode uh, but even still less than some stars on dramas. So still being underpaid. Very, very sad. Especially with that show getting that Ryan Cook viewership. So they gotta up their uh up their salary, I would say. That is true. Uh, but, but my my number four, Deadpool two, uh number four you say, uh this one uh, you know, kind of staying in the prime spot coming out in May. 18th, if you will, uh, the last trailer, which we'll get on the Pop Culturist Facebook page. Make sure to like, comment, and share. Again, The Pop Culturist on Facebook. Um, also, Shark Style Media represents. Uh, but this one, the latest trailer, looks amazing. We again get a uh, finally get a, a better glimpse of Atlanta's own Zazzy Beats um, as Domino, um, as well as Terry Crew's Reckon Shop. Hell, we get X-Force, Kyle, in this trailer. It's going to be bad ass. Uh, A lot of X-Men references as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, reporting the the test audience scores are actually an improvement from the first one. Uh, Why won't this rank higher, you might ask? Well, you'll find out in my next three. Kyle, what you got for number two? Uh,
1: Number two is Super Troopers 2. Coming out, obviously uh April 20th with the Broken Lizards crew they are one of my most watched crews one of You're so good. one of beerfest Trooper, uh the list goes on and on um they make actually uh, independent ones too which is kind of funny um and but, salmon
3: is great Terry, or uh the late great Michael Clark Duncan has wonderful one liners in that movie
1: <laughs> um their stand up is actually not so bad either. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they, they do like Netflix. they they do it in crews though. It's not like all of them at once. Um, I believe they do like two man sets or three man sets,
3: right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's I mean, usually like Kevin like... Hefferdman and uh, Steve uh I want to say it's Lemmy or Leem. He's the one with the uh well, they all have mustaches, but he's the uh the Lothario. Of the, of the group and all the movies, it seems like. He's a guy who plays mm-hmm. the professor in, in Beer Fest. But they were actually in Minneapolis tonight at uh, a brewery to promote Super Troopers 2. I was so bummed. That is that correct. I, I,
1: couldn't I uh I would have no business going in there. So, <laughs> I mean, it would have been cool to be like, hey guys, what's up? Do a drop. But I would have had no business going being in there. <laughs> 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 but oh, I mean I, uh, I It's really interesting on how The syrup scene was real in Super Troopers um, And that people Actually run up to them and challenge them To chugging contests Which still mm-hmm. to this day happens I wonder if they're going to bring it back at number two um, Or if there's Any improvements Amongst the crew
3: I, I hope so I, I think this is going to be a lot of fun I just rewatched the the last half of beer fest the other night and still cracks me up to this this day club Draft severely underrated. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, My number three, uh, which again, actually, I think it drops, it drops in uh, select cities last weekend, which I was bummed. I couldn't check it out. Uh, But I think it drops in Minneapolis uh, (laughs) next weekend. God, I got a lot of freaking movies to see. Um, That's crazy.
1: Why is Wes Anderson
3: uh because they know I'm coming home. My favorite director of the 21st century, uh definitely in my top 3. Uh Wes Anderson, I'm sorry. I love Paul Thomas Anderson as well, but but the the, the younger oh. Anderson uh, dropping another stop motion animated film, Isle of Dogs, a who's who of Wes Anderson alum doing the voice casting. You got your Bill Murray or Ed Norton, Scarlett Johansson, Tilda Swinton, uh, newcomer Brian Cranston, which I'm pretty pretty excited for. Uh, the always wonderful Jeff Goldblum. Yoko Ono, which is crazy. Greta Gerwig, coming off of uh, the, the success of Lady Bird. Frances McDormand coming off her Academy Award Oscar win for three billboards. Courtney B. Vance. F. Murray Abraham, which we all know and love from The Simpsons. F. Murray Abraham. But anyways, Bob Balaban. Harvey Keitel. This movie looks bonkers. It looks great. Um, it's essentially a, a boy is, is on an Isle of dogs. Like there's a dog flu that is killing all these dogs out there. And essentially he's there to essentially uh, try to save them. Uh, they, they go on this track, this adventure. But a lot of Japanese culture is, uh, is dropped into here, which is very, very cool. Very different. And I'm always there for Wes Anderson. I finally saw Fantastic Mr. Fox and was pleasantly surprised on how how hilarious that was.
1: Uh me and my cousin just laughed because of the black power fist like constantly thrown out throughout the movie. Like <laughs> so we're like like black power man. Like we <laughs> we saw we used to work at AMC and so every time we, we uh screened it and every time we did it we would just throw it back. Like more power to you bro. And, um, <laughs> uh, wait, yeah, that movie was actually really good. Um, clan animation all day, but yeah, I, I thought it was good too. Man, it's been a while. I, I think last time I seen it was, oh man, when it came out was like oh six oh seven. 07, I want to say. What, Mr. Fox?
2: Mm hmm.
3: 2009.
1: 20, no, okay, really?
3: I've owned that Blu-ray for about almost, I would say, seven or eight years, and I finally Um, just opened it
1: up two weeks ago. Crazy. So then, I must have been working downtown when I saw it. Blockies? Yep. Which, that place no longer exists. But that was fun while it lasted. For sure. I used to love going to movies there. Yeah. Um... I went there all the time. I saw Rush Hour three there. Um, I worked there. I saw a crash there. The movie where
3: they all banging in cars. Uh,
1: uh. All I remember is the reason why riding a bus was bad. That's all I remember.
2: <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, I, I of
3: course am referring to The, the James Spader uh, Crash uh, Not the Academy Award winner for for Best Picture
1: Oh which I but there's a think movie
3: Where people get in accidents and like bang Each other like it's an actual really? film Yeah like, I'm trying to think, oh, you who hit who my car
1: them. So we're just gonna do it in the back seat
3: Pretty much It's like a weird like uh, Kind of a Fetish
1: if you will that's kind of true. But I don't see how that would.
2: That's kind I of mean, true.
1: My insurance Holmberg is gonna Holmberg go Holmberg
2: up
1: Holmberg. now. Uh, so I mean, like you know, like my insurance is gonna go up. Like you, you ruined my car. I can't get to work now. But all right, if you really want to go out in the back seat, fine. Like that's cool.
2: I sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Kyle. I Your future
3: will consist of that when you hit uh, when you hit up Tinder, starting tomorrow. Dad, yeah,
1: right. I <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was uh what uh, uh, Taj from Atlanta was uh, calling in about. By the way, uh, during commercial break, he did call. If you're listening to the show and you got more to say, um, we invite you call back in. You got nine yeah, minutes. Call though. back in. Um. You got nine minutes, otherwise the phone lines cut off and we go over overtime. But you can so. listen. What you got for number one, sir? Uh, number one, Deadpool two. <laughs> that was my number one. Why is that? Cause I want to see uh Josh Brolin. I mean, um,
2: who would he look like to me? Son? He, <laughs> cable.
1: No, he looked like um um Jesus. The guy in uh he looked Harrison like Jesus. Ford.
2: Whoa.
1: No, he looked like Harrison Ford for a minute. I looked at the like the at the poster and I stared and or no. Not Harrison. Yeah, Harrison Ford a little bit. That or I was like yeah, and I was just like that's weird. And they is it Josh Brolin that's playing him? Yep. Yep, Josh yeah. Cohen, Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, Harrison Ford for a second. I was like, that's weird.
3: I could see that. I, I think he looks fantastic as Cable. I I cannot wait. I like how it's Cable versus everyone. I like how you know they they're going with the storyline, but kind of you know for for your your av- not average, but your mainstream audience that maybe isn't into the comics. You know, it's 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 gonna be a fun, flipping movie. I cannot wait to check it out. <laughs> They, they I can't come
1: come quicker enough. I wonder if they're going to reference uh Hugh Jackman or not. Probably not, Daddy passed. I would hope so. That'd be kind would of have cool. To. Do you think they're going to like give a thank you or anything? They might they
3: might poke fun at the sexiest man alive or do something. Maybe they'll do an RIP Logan Hugh Jackman thing or maybe They, they just kind of make fun of uh, His his musical capabilities With the lay Miz and of course uh, This past winter's breakthrough uh, Greatest Showman uh, But Josh Brolin um, Is in a triad of fantastic Movies this summer not only of course Deadpool 2 but also mm-hmm. Sicario 2 which I cannot wait To check out but that comes out I believe in July so we'll talk about that uh, At the end of May Um but my number two, which technically is like a 1B, uh, Avengers Infinity War. I mean, this is what the last 10 years of me seeing these Marvel Marvel movies are building up to. Just from a exactly, little yeah. uh, side glance of Thanos, uh, which again is being portrayed by Josh Brolin, to getting a little bit more of Thanos in the Guardians of the Galaxy and kind of a mixture kind of throughout, especially at the end of uh, Thor Ragnarok. Um, this is gonna be a, a fun but also a heartbreaking film again from their latest trailer uh this is this is gonna break a lot of hearts it's gonna break a lot of skulls uh, or some scrolls too I'm sure uh, will be, be making an appearance but um I would say uh this movie you know kind of what I'm hearing especially from the writers this is gonna be more of a Thanos type movie this is his movie this is what the last 18 movies have been built toward it. So I'm I'm excited to kind of see it from that point of view um as well. Uh and who knows what's gonna happen. Uh you know, what characters will go, what characters will stay. Uh of course you you know kind of out with the old, in with the new, uh but get your popcorn ready. This is what reading all those comics, watching all those shows, uh, you know, has has been all built up for uh, again uh, this movie Has had so much excitement and Marvel is so Confident uh, and they want Global domination as Started already by Black Panther uh, They moved this up a week early So April 27th to one the month of from yesterday We will finally get to see Avenger's Infinity War and I will Definitely be at the Zoo IMAX That
1: weekend Yeah I uh, probably will be Well I don't know maybe about the weekend May I have my statement for
0: Oh, and
3: my number one uh, number one movie I cannot wait to go see, not only because I'm a Star Wars head, but also with all the turmoil that has been coming out about production. Um, of course, Lord and Miller, the original directors, the fantastic comedic duo uh, behind such great things as uh, Last Man on Earth, Clone High, um, as well as Community, um uh, the original directors of Solo, of course, were ousted a few weeks before production, uh, was supposed to wrap, uh, replaced by Ron Howard, um, and did some reshoots. And apparently, uh, a lot of news and uh, has been coming out from an uh, undisclosed source about, yes, uh, Lord and Miller are great directors, but they definitely were not prepared for Star Wars and what that franchise does. You know, and have and make them shoot twenty-five to forty takes per scene, uh, which I'm sure they just wanted to keep going and going. Uh, but uh, this is this is a lot of eyes are going to be on this film. A lot of eyes are going to be on Alden I um, Aaron Reich, uh, who takes over the iconic uh, Han Solo uh, from Harrison Ford. Um, but mm-hmm. again, you got Amelia Clark, Donald Glover, Woody Harrelson, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, which I cannot wait to see. Um, you know, kind of her coming back as as Maz, John Favreau, Fanny Newton, uh, Paul Bettany, uh, Warwick Davis. But uh, you know, turmoil aside, uh, I, I'm a Ron Howard nerd, of course, from the days uh, of Happy, but also from his di- directorial efforts um, and, of course, his brilliant narr- narration on uh, Arrested Develop- Development. But uh, Solo, of Star Wars. Story, a lot of intrigue, a lot of uh, is writing, I would say, on this film and this uh, this adaptation of this beloved character who'll shoot first. I don't know, but we'll definitely find out May 25th. Plus, we get Lando, man. Yeah, go
2: 45. Oh,
1: 45. <laughs> 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 you already know what it is. He's just
2: that guy.
3: Speaking of that guy, speaking of young Lando, uh, unfortunately for our live listeners, again, thank you for checking us out. You can check the continuation of the episode um, on iTunes, on Stitcher, uh, TuneIn Radio, uh, Google Play, um, as well as Block Talk Radio forward slash Strong Style Media uh, for all the archives. Also check out all our wonderful other content, uh standing eight count for all your boxing ahead, sports radio, uh wrestle radio for all our pro wrestlers, uh Minnesota hip hop scene, uh, check out Soda Sound Radio as well yeah. as uh explaining a new show with Corvin there, Kyle.
2: Oh well
1: tomorrow uh for Soda Sound Radio I'll be interviewing Pharaoh to God. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Geek Typical is the uh, show with uh, Corbin and myself um, Where I have no idea what we're talking about Because Corbin never really tells me until day of But mm. it is pretty much gaming, anime, or um, anything nerdy we, Last week we anime. talked about data breaches Ooh, Data breaches Facebook, about. stealing your shit, selling Yeah, it. yep um, Talked about uh, <laughs> Talked about um, uh, well, uh Apocalypse. Uh, would you rather yep. have a zombie apocalypse or a uh what was the other one? Zombie apocalypse or uh, I can't remember. Either way. Crackhead apocalypse like, you, Either what? Way,
3: they're shitty. Machines. Crackhead apocalypse?
1: Machines. Oh machines. Would you rather have Ooh. Yeah, would you rather machines and become part of the Renaissance or would you uh have a zombie apocalypse.
3: You're blanked either way.
2: So. <laughs> I know, but I mean, like, if you had to choose
3: one... I would probably just jump off the golden... Oh, that's horrible. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, but, well, yeah, I, I don't know what I would do. I mean, if, I, if I, I had, had machines, to win one... Aren't we technically would... already slaves to the machines?
1: We're slaves to the piece of paper, which makes no sense. But that is a different discussion for a different day.
3: Check out Geek Typical uh, every Friday, right? Blog Talk Radio.
1: Yeah, Friday at ten. Um, so far, we have uh, uh, two episodes. We're working on our third, and I guess that's submission for the network to see if it gets approval and continue on with shows.
3: Yeah. Doomsday. No, I'm kidding.
2: Um, (laughs) uh, Well, uh,
3: for our archived or uh, listeners here, we'll be back in tune 2 we're going to talk some Atlanta. Me and Kyle are definitely going to get our uh, our soul to soul on uh, with the with the latest episode. Uh, Talk a little music news. Talk a little Lollapalooza. uh, See if Kyle uh, is worth shelling. Six hundred dollars for four days Hmm. we'll find out his response don't go away
0: missing out on an awesome Uh show sucks SeatGeek is an app that lets you track your favorite artists and notifies you when they announce new shows nearby you can even connect your favorite music services so that you never miss out again SeatGeek the smart way to buy tickets fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yeah. We got you covered. Yeah. From WWE, yeah. New Japan, yeah. Ring of Honor, yeah. Impact, yeah. Lucha Underground, yeah. All Japan, and yeah. more. We're talking yeah. the highs and lows in pro yeah. wrestling. Heck, yeah. we're even giving you people yeah. from the Okadas and Omega. We're even yeah. talking the Bone Soldiers yeah. and Enzo Amori. No. Sorry, no. Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out, along with my co-host, Alex Mello, each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here, on the Strong Style Media Network.
2: Okay, I'm going to get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susan. Ryan is going
3: to love this hat. Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop.
2: Alexa, call Ashley. Yeah,
4: it's about time you call that girl. No, no, no. He just told to that girl two hours ago. You gotta let love
0: marinate. Put love in that bag to marinate. Mmm, love gonna be in that bag like, mm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then after it marinate, you're no. oh, gonna pull it out. JB, who's Alexa?
2: Say it! Say it, JB! You look elect- that's like right, I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys. But I'll take it from here.
3: Welcome back to the new pop Culturist. How are you there, sir? Unmuted. Uh, if you are listening, uh, especially Kyle here, uh, we're going to talk the, uh, the incredible, I would say so far, second season of Atlanta FX's show Starring, uh, Created, directed, sometimes written by Donald Glover here, um, and essentially the, the last. Hey, there we go.
1: Okay. Atlanta was supposed to be playing for some odd reason, but it did not. It's fused with the damn commercial break. What the hell?
3: Fusing, fusing up. Um, have you ever been to a strip hmm. club with your significant other guy? <sighs>
1: No, I've been I've been in a strip club with a girl that I like, was trying to holler at. Um, like she that was a No, she was uh, a friend of the group's, oh. and so she went with us. And I was like, "Yes, like cool," because I want to talk to her. Like, but other than that, no. Now my significant other, because. Um, I told you about how uh my uh former friend, uh his mom used to manage a gentleman's club whenever the app was called BJ's. Mm-hmm. And um uh going over his house, the strippers would be at his house a lot of the times or um uh, once we got older we start going there a lot and so strippers were just kinda like not important. We would just go there to drink and chill. But mm-hmm. We we didn't really care for the women I guess.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Cause I started hanging out with them at like thirteen, all the way up to about mm-hmm. probably like twenty four. Twenty 25 And so um um yeah. That's that that's just what it would be like, stripper life because <laughs> she would make the schedules and she would talk to them and they would come to the house whenever they had issues or whatever. And, you know, so it was just whatever. And then by the time we got to, we was able to go to the place, it was just like nothing new because we we've, we've already seen you at the house. So not that they would like walk around the same attire, like wherever they go. I mean, they had normal clothes on, but at that point in time, it's like, Someone you know more or less, not someone you've seen, and so it's just like, nah, whatever. <laughs> and you just end up talking to your friends, like, I, I've seen you before, whatever, I don't care.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: I've <laughs> seen you. Yeah, like, Meh. so. There be occasions where i be ever like oh,
3: when you realize you don't have any money.
1: <laughs> I've never been. <laughs> I man, see, I was gonna save it for the chat, but I've never been finessed. Um, really? Yeah, but my the same guy, who oddly enough, we went to a place called Sinners, and he got finessed. <laughs> he did. Uh, the um, the the half a song rule um, mm-hmm. applied, and he got hit with it. He didn't know what the hell it was. And he was about to get jumped. Get, explain
3: to our audience, by the way, what getting finessed stands for.
1: Mm. Getting finessed pretty much means uh, somebody worked you, whether it be a female, male, or business. Um, and they pretty much bankrupt you um, for pretty much all the cash you got. Um <laughs> In this case, via strip club, I will usually go in there with like, I don't know, 30 bucks and we'll probably spend 10, if not, you know, whatever, just on drinks. I, I wouldn't really spend it on the women. So, um, they never got the chance to uh finesse me or make me spend more money than what I need to, I guess. <laughs> so, um, but in, in his case, we went to centers, um, and I actually got half off on a dance because I only I told a chick that I only had ten bucks. And so she like, That's cool, like let's go. And so uh I kinda had to like slide it to her and not hold it up in the air because people were watching and they would see that I held up a ten and not a twenty. <laughs> but in his case um <laughs> but in this case, um he caught on half a song and in stripper business You must get danced to a full song from beginning to end. And so if it's half a song, um, it counts as part of a full song. So you have to go through a half and a full. And so, but that half song counts as a full song. So you're paying a a chick 20 or 40 bucks instead of 20. So yeah, he was like, whoa, that sucks. And had to pay it. otherwise mm-hmm. he would have got beat down cuz strippers they don't play. They'll headbutt you or or throw fists if they got to for their money. And that is not a joke. Did he slap you? Um do you That's, think
3: earn I mean essentially he's still trying to figure his shit out, you know, as we found out in the Florida man episode, you know, as as his uncles like Uncle Willie's like, "Dude, just get that chip off your shoulder." He's still trying to figure out his way in all of this. And mm-hmm. and Paperboy, aka cousin Al, Alfred, um, you know, he's kind of looking at him like, Why is my manager not doing what this guy's manager's getting? You know, why is he getting you who spots and being an engineered, you know, or, or or have a really nice recording you know, studio session with a, a shitty engineer or one that's not meeting up to uh to his uh his his par. um uh, mm-hmm. But it's just like, I mean, obviously they always say never mix a business with family, um, you know, but do you think this is pretty much a clear-cut example of that?
1: Mm, I saw it from a different perspective because in Atlanta, the first season, ever since day one, Paperboy just wanted to make music and let it be heard. He never wanted the mm-hmm. fame. Like, he always wanted to get rich. He never really wanted fame. And so, like... And yeah, but when people three, are stunting
3: on you and pretty much just saying, hey, you know, why why aren't you rich? Like the guy in the beginning, you know, yeah. who's pretty much like holding him up, like, hey, listen to this. Hey, you know, help me out. Where, you know, it's
1: just sorry, but continue with that yeah. point. Oh, I was just in in season or in that same episode, he like walks off when it's his time to really perform. So, like, He was just kind of like, man, it's stupid. And kind of bounced. But um, when you saw the yoo commercial, Earn was for it, but Paperboy was like, that's so stupid. So like, I don't know necessarily if it's a street cred or what, or just the fact that he didn't really want to blow up. Uh, To him, he just didn't find it appealing to perform in front of a bunch of people at their office like guy was eating a banana just watching him he's like
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he's getting kind of pissed um, and so he's like you know forget this um, I think that was what that was ep- episode two or three
3: uh, two was the you one. Uh three was um, when they were in the studio with them
1: trip club yeah oh in the studio yeah and that was
3: yeah that was crazy
1: I, that actually really does happen too
3: Do you uh, do you wish you had a briefcase of a Harriet Tubman Harriet Tubman twenty dollar bills? That was um, dope.
1: That was cool. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I do. I don't know if I mean people would count it. Call it counterfeit, quick as hell. But that'd be dope Mm -hmm. if I had one. Do they really exist? That's like an actual thing.
3: Well, you remember that was uh, voted to be the next $20 bill and then the election happened and everyone stopped talking about it. Hmm.
1: So, yes,
3: it it was voted to become the next uh, to be circulated on the $20 bill.
1: Interesting. I want to see when that surfaces because the $100 bill just came up out of nowhere and that shook me. So, What, Monopoly money? Um, Yeah. Do you... uh, (laughs)
3: my god that was so funny um (laughs) yeah i mean uh, third episode was good i liked how it showed Ern and and vanessa you know a little bit happier just because they actually got to kind of go out per se um which was kind of a, a interesting prelude to the uh to the fourth episode we'll get into here but uh I mean, it, it just shows you that, that Vanessa definitely is trying, you know, not only to co-parent, but, you know, trying to, to get Earn into, you know, kind of a, a relationship while Earn is is busy, you know, kind of walking the earth, if you will, kung fu style. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's banking on his cousin, which, I mean, that's that's hard. I mean, like you said, where he's not all about the money meaning paperboy which is ironic due to his uh his stage name um mm-hmm. but you know it, it, you know it's just you know that that's his thing I mean she's out of her her teaching job you know that that she has so she's currently looking so I mean it's the ultimate struggle when in all that means you know they technically shouldn't even be struggling
1: that is true um whoa Sorry, there was sound that just crept into my headphones out of nowhere. Um, oh. Yeah, I know it's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, and even Earn mentioned that, which we'll talk about later. Um, you know, but um, yeah, there's things that I'm sure Earn wishes that um, that a uh, paperboy would do. You know, like like I, he probably wished he would have got the U deal or whatever, but. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just. I don't know. He didn't. I don't. I don't think he really explained why he kind of just bailed on him like that. I don't think. Did you hear about? Because I. I probably have to watch it again. No. Okay. Because I. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't think I remember why they said that. Like why he just walked off, but he did. And that was weird. Um. But in in episode three, um. I thought it was. I thought it was cool. <laughs> um I I I did like that he was trying to do something special for her. Um they you know the, the strip club wasn't the ultimate thing to go to. He thought it was comfort food, I guess, or like a place where they know that they'll get accepted because uh he kept trying to spend that hundred dollar bill and they was looking at it like it's fake because um well it's earned <laughs> holding it. <laughs> So they're, they're pretty much saying, like you know, you're the way you the way you look, and you have a hundred dollar bill. It's confusing. Like you have to dress the way you spend, I guess. And so they were saying, like because you look the way you do and you have this um, huge amount of money, uh, uh, people are just gonna automatically write you off. And that's pretty much what they were saying by him being rejected in so many places. So went to the script club. God has change <laughs> what they charged him for it. Uh got his change and then just try to give her a good night. Um which are not even together. Which blew my mind. <laughs>
3: uh leading into uh episode four, Helen. Uh this was uh, a a great Ern and, and Vanessa episode. Again, uh, a continuation if you will from the third episode where essentially money is just a band-aid on, on really exposing what their relationship is yes they do co- uh, uh, have a, a daughter together so they co-parent in that regards but it just brings to the point it's like well if Lottie wasn't there would they be together as Vanessa is with her people at the craziest like this reminded me uh, a lot of, of, of Get Out in mm-hmm. a way <laughs> Um mm-hmm. as well as uh just the craziest damn thing where Ern is just not excited to be here, but this is Vanessa's thing for some reason. I'm still trying to think on on uh you know, I'm assuming she went to school here. Like um, this was you know, this was an Oktoberfest event, um essentially, but uh but yeah, they essentially turned this little area into a, a massive polka uh festival if you will in the Bavarian yep. district um but this was uh again very similar to to Juneteenth which again was very uh a la you know uh, well came out a little before get out I believe but uh you know kind of in that indication of you know kind of when you're uh the odd man out if you will mm-hmm. in a particular setting which definitely uh earn was, was for sure as, uh, you know, not dressing up like everybody, you know, in this festival and a lot of people commenting on it to someone actually thinking uh, that he was doing a great job in blackface until she realized, nope, he's just black uh, yep. to to the point where she, he's realizing, okay, what are, what are me and Vanessa even doing together? She's enjoying herself, but, I, you know, he's pretty much the, 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 uh, the wet paper bag, if you will. Is that even a thing? Um you know, but he, he's not having fun he's he's yeah. very annoyed. He's like, Why am I here? I'm doing this for you. Then he throws the whole well, I pay for everything, you know, as she's out of a job due to you know him kind of talking her you know, to talk out of that position there at the school. but um this this was a a hard episode to watch because I've definitely been there um in in my relationships. Uh, where I'm like, wow, I should do shit a little bit more, which I do. But I'm if I'm not feeling anything, I definitely get into earn mode and be like, well, I'm I'm good. I don't need to be here.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the fact that uh, <laughs> she threw herself out there, like you know, I, this is what I want. Um, gave him a chance, and he was like, no. Uh, for the simple fact that I, I felt personally that he just wasn't ready um, for the fact that he doesn't have home. He's making money, yes, but he's still technically homeless. Yeah. Um, and so being of someone who's technically homeless, they're not all together there. And coming from somebody who just spoke to someone about it not too long ago and the reason why he's single now and not with Cherie is because He needs to get himself together. Um, I got laid off in December and uh, uh, wasn't making any income. And so I had to find income. And I know I couldn't be the person I wanted to be because I had that stress. And so it just eventually got to the point where it was like, we need to branch off so I can get myself together. Um, And then once I do, then we can talk about it but just now isn't the time. And so I, 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 I mean, feel like that's where he came from.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's. And even when she's talking to, you know, that the, the guy in, in German, you know, as, as is actually walking behind them, you know, he, yeah. he states something beautiful, which I've always agreed with, which I've never learned. Uh, you know, you got to first love yourself before you can, you know, pretty much show any love or admiration towards someone else. And I was like, ooh bullets.
2: Mm-hmm. I know
3: that, I know that. But uh but this was a, a, a pretty realistic look. Um not of only how crazy polka uh or Oktoberfest can be. I, I definitely hit a few back in Minneapolis some crazy times um over at Gastoff's there. Um but uh but but I I liked how when they, they realize, you know, like you said, in your situation, you know, you knew it, it, it wouldn't be a healthy relationship if it continued during that stressful time that you were facing, which I'm sure, you know, she was facing as well, worrying about someone that she cares about going through, you know, a, a shitty time, you know, so mm-hmm. so it kind of puts everyone, you know, over backwards um, you know, just not in, in the right time and, and you know, the way that this episode is going, uh and I'm assuming next week we'll we'll kind of continue wait, or maybe we'll get another uh uh maybe we'll get a paper boy episode, just straight paper boy. That would be pretty tight. But uh I, I liked how, how this kind of answered some questions but also uh introduced some some door questions where you know, obviously, Ernan Van, it, 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 if they weren't, again, co-parents, you know, what's the point of, of clinging to something that is just, you know, a a situation that's, that is comfortable,
2: <laughs> yeah. you know,
3: pretty much. And, and that's the problem with a lot of relationships is just you're comfortable and you're like, oh, eight years just passed by. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that's true. With just anything Not just necessarily relationships But yeah, that is true Uh,
3: It's interesting I I like how, you know, again Everybody's kind of facing their uh, Dilemmas, if you will Of course, from being homeless To not having, you know, a job In Vanessa's standpoint To, you know, her possibly You know, befriending one of the the, uh, German gentleman uh, that that she was talking to, you know, during that night to to where Paperboy is going to go, because uh, he definitely does not want to uh, go to any more startup uh, branding meetings. I'm sure. Um, mm. But no, this this the season, you know, four episodes in, uh, definitely different. Uh, I, I liked how we didn't get to a, a robbery as the cold open this week, uh, we but, did. but realism in a different area
1: for sure. We did technically.
3: What of his heart?
1: No. <laughs> no, her phone.
3: The phone, yeah, yeah.
1: No. But that's that's technically. But um yeah. It uh it definitely hit home watching that episode and it kinda sucked. But it was good. Um I thought the emotion bond it was good. I wish there wasn't like another love and basketball thing, but it was also from a different perspective When she said What's the point in this And she said You'll see I'm tired <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. So <laughs>
1: um, Which yeah. I think she ended up Winning anyway um, I think she ended up Winning in the in the second one too They didn't really give a, Results but um, It seemed Dominic, come on. Okay <laughs> but i didn't i didn't get I didn't get the last part of it. She said that you'll you'll only talk to me when it comes about somes money i guess their that? daughter's money
2: i oh, said he yeah, yeah, she yeah, said
1: yeah, yeah. oh okay so so basically she was saying you only have to talk to me unless it's um about money for our daughter. that sucks <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thus is life as, as we have learned From Atlanta Um Any quick musical
1: tidbits mm, Go listen To Prime 2 Um On Apple Music And Alex is lucky For going to go see Jay-Z and Beyonce Yep
3: and Bone Thugs in Harmony, can't wait for that. And
1: Bone Thugs. And,
3: and Leon Bone Bridges Thugs. in September.
1: Um, for those who are interested, it's kind of a decent interview. Um, cause I never really heard the guy talk too much, but Takeshi Six Nines um, Breakfast Club interview with Charlemagne God. Um, it's it's decent. There is one. Solid Party interview that I heard Where he talks about the World Star Tour That he got paid for But never um, Never uh, performed
3: mm-hmm.
1: So he talks a little bit more About that um, I, I thought that was smart of him On what he said um, It's about an hour long But that seems to be All the rage now And Charlemagne's being talked to About like certain aspects of the film Or uh, interview like Takeshi yeah, being uh, Mexican and Puerto Rican, and he's using the N-word and, and how that offends him. But Asians and Hispanics
2: alike use the word. Yeah. So use it freely. Even, I even remember in Chicago people.
1: playing
3: football like as like a 10, 11-year-old, which is with some random kids, you know, they were friends of the family, what have you. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, I'm a suburbs kid. Uh, But we're playing football And they were just yelling it out And I remember like after a half hour And being tired of hearing that word I remember going to my mom and be like Wait, what? Like when was that a thing? And she's like it's not They're just listening to to rap music I was like oh okay, that makes sense (laughs) Yeah, it's very prominent With Hispanics for some reason
1: Yeah um, I definitely really hear it With like Asian folks I hear it a lot. Really? Which is weird. Yeah. Like yeah, uh there's excellent. there's one rapper, um, Chi Chi he uses that probably in his songs more than uh more than um that comedian uses it on uh Dave Chappelle show. Nastrodamus, I forget his name now. Rodney
3: uh <laughs> <laughs> Negro Damascus
1: yeah, Negro Domus. What, what why why can't why did I forget his name? Um
3: Ugh. what is it? Paul uh, Mooney. Paul Mooney, thank you, thank you.
1: Yeah. He uses that. Like he used the word in his rap songs more than Paul Mooney uses in his stand up show.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um yeah. That's I mean, that's pretty much it. For music. Um, Check
3: out Jack White also releasing a new album just a few days ago. Boarding House Reach. It's Jack White. He's awesome. Check it out. Who's also, he'll be one of the uh, headliners of the Four Day Lollapalooza August 2nd through 5th in Grant Park in Chicago. Uh, I wish I would have known these damn lineups. I hate how they don't release them until like an hour before tickets go on sale or sometimes after in this case. Uh, I'll I'll read a few names, uh, Kyle, off of this, and let me see if this uh, does anything for you. The Weeknd, Bruno Mars, Jack White, The Arctic Monkeys, Travis Scott, The National, Vampire Weekend, Logic, Post Malone, uh, Khalid, Lil Uzi Vert, Tyler the Creator, Churches, who are awesome, uh, Dua Mm -hmm. Lipa. Walk Moon, Zed, Saint Vincent, who's awesome, Gucci Mane, um, Brockhampton, uh, Franz Ferdinand, Go Swiss, um, as well as uh, uh, Lizzo, uh, Saint Paul, Minneapolis is Lizzo! Lizzo, which yep. is great. Um, uh, I would say this is a da- this is almost as good as when I went a few years ago. I would say yeah. not as good, you know, undercards if you will, besides Lizzo. Um, oh, l o Cool J, which is actually would be one that I would totally would like to see. To be honest with you, that would be an awesome, like awesome
2: banana. performance. Wait, is that Will Smith? <laughs> That's cool no, that, J. Was, that was LL. Yeah, that
3: was the name of the um, album. Um,
1: truth. I, um, I would, I would go see that. Vampire Weekend for sure. Um, churches. Um, just for the mother we share. Like, just I want to hear that yeah. song. And that's just Love mm. that remix. <laughs> um ooh-wee. there's a lot. There, ooh, remixes. I heard a um Cranberries remix the other day and this guy was pissed off that they made it. I forget <laughs> who Yeah, I Bad forget hold? who remixed it. Was it? Okay. And it was like, Good God, this sucks.
3: <laughs> Yeah, it was something where I was like, oh, I think this came out like a year after the original came out. I get it. It's an homage, but it was, yeah, very German Uh, dungeon-y. Damn, this is a good lineup. Uh, Single tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. The lineup uh, uh, by day, essentially, since the four-day tickets already sold out. Unfortunately, I got way too much shit going on this spring and summer to not to go to Lollapalooza, but I will be all in September 1st in the Chicago land area which means a little bit more to me but hell to see the weekend yeah I'm gonna go the that. and Jack White uh, oddly enough a month ago I was like damn I saw vampire weekend five years ago in concert uh, where the hell have they gone and it's get me excited because that means a new album is approaching uh, Kyle we already said kind of what we got going on. Uh, check us out next Wednesday. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, some Ready Player One. Hopefully we will get uh, two sides for that review. Uh, we'll see if it knocks out uh, the robots, the monsters, and the uh, Wakandan uh, warriors, if you will. But spoiler alerts: I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, also, uh, check out a few other reviews I'm sure we'll be placing, because I'm sure I'll probably check out a few other flicks since I have a long weekend off. Uh Kyle, any awesome pop culture plans for this weekend?
1: Uh no. Nope. Uh happy maybe. Easter. Yep. Maybe you're gonna maybe go you see uh a crimin a crimin.
3: A Acronomy? Acronomy. Tyler Perry. Huh? That comes out. This weird weekend.
1: yeah. March thirtieth.
3: And check that out.
1: That is uh, Friday. Is yep. Awesome. Which I will be working, which sucks. But I might go get breakfast maybe on Friday. What? Huh? I'll be working 2 to 11 on Friday. But other than that, I might go get breakfast.
3: Ooh, I
1: don't know. Maybe. 2 to 11 at Cub? Yep. Yep. They're yep. open that late? Uh, yeah. They close at 11. Oof. But on Easter, we uh, close at two. Bull, working, I'll be working six to two on Easter. So, how at me. On Easter? Damn. Yeah. I I, I decided to sign up because we get like a $20 gift card and a free breakfast, but I think it's just like some sliced fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not really too concerned about that. That ain't going to help your diabetes gift card. man. Sure, ain't. I do want that gift card, though, and I do want uh, that pay. So I'm with it. I don't know if it's gonna be uh, holiday pay, but I get weekly pay and so any day I work is just a good day to receive a paycheck. So
3: I automatically get paid to not work that day.
1: That is cool. It's pretty tight. I wanna work.
3: You know what else is tight this show? Thank you everybody for listening, uh whether it's live <laughs> archives, uh don't forget to check us out again iTunes, Stitcher Radio, uh, which is fantastic on the Stitcher uh, app format there. Uh, get it on your uh, cellular devices, your tablets, what have you. Uh, Tune in radio, Google Play. Uh, again, Block Talk Radio forward slash Strong Style Media. Also, give us a like on Facebook, whether it's Strong Style Media, uh, Soda Sound Radio, which has a Facebook page, as well as the pop Culturist WrestleCast Radio, the Standing ain't count. Uh, If you like something You know we got something for you We are conglomerate Thank you Kyle as always Cannot wait to see you in a week good sir Uh, You better get your uh, liver prepared Because remember when I said I don't drink anymore
1: You hide Actually I didn't I I don't
3: drink anymore But you're going to drink enough For the both of us Thank you again everybody Good night cruel world We'll see ya next week. Peace.
1: Hurry into Old Navy this Saturday for
0: a one-day denim deal you can't miss. Jeans are just 10 bucks for women, 7 bucks for kids. That's right, one day only this Saturday. Get $10 denim at Old Navy and oldnavy.com.
1: Valid 3/2 select styles only.